2: Thanks for downloading the Sun Ranto Show. For early and ad-free access to Sunranto, please become a subscriber at patreon.com sunranto. That's patreon.com sunranto, where you'll have access to not only this show early and ad-free, but also our daily Cubs pod, which lets you know what happened in the Cubs game and all the Cubs news that's fit to print on a daily basis. Patreon.com sunranto. Don't make me tell you again. Enjoy the show. Oh, say can you see
1: by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hail
2: at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars yeah, yeah. Coming again to save the motherfucking day. Yeah, America. Fuck yeah. Freedom is the only way. Yeah. See, uh, I lost a bet. Otherwise, uh, Bleacher and Jeff and I were gonna just go up there and sing America. Fuck yeah. Just be like, all right, this will be the one time we'll ever be allowed to sing the anthem in our entire lives because uh, we did that instead and ended up on Sports Center. But
0: hey, welcome to the Sun Rancho show. I wonder if somebody would have come out and stopped you in the middle of it
2: nah i got bleacher jeff next to me what are you gonna do to him he's the biggest guy in the stadium they've been been looking people away doing karate
0: i'm always amazed that bleacher jeff doesn't just get dragged in because somebody thinks he's bigfoot anyway (laughs) so you know they're just gonna
2: go attack him and just take him shot (laughs) take him down get the pellet get get the dart gun um so, hey, welcome to the Sun Ranto Show. I, I do want to start out by saying that you should probably not be watching our show right now. You should go watch Cubs on Deck because the draft is going on, the Cubs draft. And we are going to give it short shrift later on in the show. And we're going to read Actually, off a bunch Danny, of stuff that we don't understand. I'm
0: going to disagree with you here because the Cubs are going to get two picks. I don't know how long the draft is going to go tonight. might go hours just like us, except for we're going to just talk about the Cubs and do shit and, and say stuff that's interesting the entire two hours versus you'll have to go through, like, all the fucking Brewers picks and the White Sox picks, and the, nobody gives a shit about that stuff. So why do you want to do that? Stick here. Listen to us. The only thing you need to know is the name of, because outside of that, it doesn't matter. We'll see him in, like, five fucking years. <laughs> and maybe, if we're lucky, we'll see him in five years. Okay. And
2: who gives right. a shit? All right, here's a guy you're going to hate in five years. Uh, picked number 21 here, Chase Davis for the St. Louis Cardinals. A lefty. Dude. God. Six one two sixteen. balls, just flying over the, uh, over the wall, hitting the Schwar board. Oh, it's going to be ugly. <laughs> Chase Davis. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. Danny,
0: I have to ask you what's up with the hat. What hat are you wearing? I like the hat.
2: Yeah, huh? Uh, what is yeah, that? Wrigleyville, Joe. Uh, Wrigleyville bum Joe gave this to me. This is actually a South Bend Cubs hat, Cabritos Maldichos, which means cursed goats, and the South Bend Cubs wear it sometimes. And that's where I was last night with Bleacher Jeff. Uh, we were singing the anthem, and then after that, we played a gig. I, I want to thank everybody that showed up. It was a really fun crew that we had out there. I just want—I'm going to throw up a picture right right there of our crew we have bernie baron and crowd uh david elliott was there with his wife aaron and uh not pictured here is his dad he's in this picture here that's bill dude Bill David Elliott's dad, Bill is like the freaking nicest guy. So I, I print up a bunch of flyers to like put on the urinals. Cause that's my move, right? I'm in the ballpark and I got a show later. I go and hit all the urinals. So that when the dude's sitting there peeing, he's like, where's your bum band? And there's a little QR code. It's like, you got a captive audience. People pay money to be the ad, you know, in front of the urinal, but I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. not paying any money. I'm just going to like make some poor sap, clean this up later. And, um, uh, and I, and I put down, uh, anyway, Bill took a giant stack of flyers, went all around, just passing them out. Come see Bleacher Bum Band. There's a party afterwards. Come on oh, that's through. Awesome. Yeah. And I was like, dude, like you didn't have to do that. Everybody took a stack. So helpful. Just had the best time. Um, Bernie was there, got into a car accident though, like in the. Parking oh, no. garage. Everything's okay. The car oh, got parking out of the there. garage
0: is it's like the safest place to get in a car accident. You're probably not going fast.
2: No, no. She was going like unless, five miles of course,
0: hour. she wasn't in a car.
2: Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly well. Then she's getting in a person accident, I think, with a car. Um, but um Holly and Nathan Hunter were there, and just like a lot of people uh came, this guy, Hol- Addison, who I don't think I'd ever met before. Holly Hunter? She's mm-hmm. an actress, right? That's, different, that's some different one though. Yeah. different oh, not one. Her. Okay. And I, I wanted to point out that, um, a little bit ago, we raised money, uh, for one of the guys that works. He's a, actually the guy who booked us for the Anthem, Chris Hagstrom Jones. Uh, he booked us and his father died shortly after that. Thus earlier, earlier last month. And, uh, you know, we do the condolence Jersey thing, the Mike Leonard condolence Jersey. And, um, so we I we gave him this one because he said his dad's favorite player from uh, his life was uh, Ron Santo, number 10. And so we bought this exact jersey. And before Jeff and I went and sang the anthem, uh, I didn't know if I was going to get to see Chris after the anthem, you know, because everything was going to be crazy and we have to go to the gig and stuff. Right. So I better do this now. So I had it with me and I handed it to him. I said, hey, this is from the Ranters." You know, we're really sorry about your father. We just want you to have something nice to remember him by and a token of our Cubs fan love. And, you know, we both were, you know, feeling our, our hearts were beating a little a little harder at that point. So it's a beautiful moment. I could see he had some tears in his eyes and stuff. And, so, I, you know, we changed the subject and laughed like dudes do when they don't feel like crying. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> I know. I mean, it is such a nice thing to do for somebody, especially like, he is probably unaware of the type of thing that we do, uh, for our fellow fans and stuff. And it's such a nice thing. I mean, I almost wish my dad was alive so that he could die so that I could get Get a a jersey.
1: (laughs) Like
0: I, I'm never going to get a Jersey because my dad died way too long ago.
2: Resurrect him
0: just for a Jersey.
2: Yeah, no, (laughs) let's go dig the man up. So, uh, I want to bring up, b- before we get into everything, well, first I want to say thank you, but I also uh, this show is brought to you by our 116 Patreon supporters and Blake Beard's Tickets, Rogue Wave Creative, and the Cubs PS Plus Podcast at Northside Numbers Game. Thank you for supporting the Sun Rant, the show, and hashtag chance in the chat, and you could win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me with a message of love and doom. I've been and at the end of the year, there's this magic bag of goodies. There's all sorts of good stuff in here. Like let me reveal some of the goodies that are in here. A Cubs luggage tag. Ooh. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is what the chance winner is gonna win at the end. Um Greg Maddox rookie card. Yeah, that's nice. So you got I'm some in. good stuff in here. So uh, you're going to want to put hashtag chance in the chat so I can send you a message of love and doom and possibly uh, at the end of the year win that fabulous prize. Um, what else we got? Oh, yeah. I just want to mention this right off the bat. You might notice that infield fly girl is not here right now. Um You can go follow her on Twitter right now because she's tweeting out everything that's happening at the MLB draft. She is at the draft. She's taking full advantage of the fact that baseball is alive and well in the city of Seattle for the next uh, few days.
0: Here's, Here's the thing, though. If you go on Twitter, make sure you're only on her page because halfway through the draft, you'll probably just get canceled and Twitter will boot you off because you've been on it too long. Or something. I don't know how Twitter works anymore, but somehow they don't let you actually use Twitter to do Twitter stuff.
2: No, no, not anymore. That's done. Follow us at Blue Sky. You know what the thing is though? I don't want any more fucking apps. Like I was fine with Twitter. If Twitter goes away, I'm I'd be like, you know what? Ring my bell and I will come down and talk to you. If you, you know, like, that's my next move. Like, because at some point I'm just going to be too old to learn new shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm getting to that point. I'm like blue sky. You know, yeah. Discord. I'm fine. We'll go over there anyway. Uh, the Patreon supporters all can join us in the Discord after the show tonight, where we'll have our post show chat about everything that went on tonight. And, um, infield fly girl, definitely follow her cause she's going to be at the home run derby tomorrow. She's going to be at the all-star game on Tuesday night. And we're going to do something special for the Patriot members on Wednesday night at 8 PM central time. We're going to do an AMA. Do you know what that means, Michael? Yes. It means I didn't ask me anything. Yeah. I did not know that before I was told that today, but, um, that, that is, that is
0: some, some getting too old for that's <laughs> like, what i'm talking about I'm like, ask me anything has been around for like 10 years
2: yeah i guess i missed it
0: <laughs> i guess well, well it, i think it started on a reddit like it was more of a reddit thing mm. than uh the other apps but
2: gotcha so uh yeah um if flag girl is going to be on on wednesday night at 8 p.m on the discord we're going to do like an overall chat thing with everybody in the ranters so Wednesday night I will uh make that page and I will share it out to the Patreon links and we're all gonna hang out on Wednesday night and on Thursday night Rancher Roundtable all-star cast of crazy Cubs people coming through to tell us what they think is gonna happen in the second half but but tonight we're gonna talk about the end well Saturday.
0: everybody except for me Danny unfortunately I cannot do Thursday because uh my wonderful wife and i will be celebrating 20 years of marriage on tuesday we're going up to we're going to be gone for the week up in minneapolis so
2: 20 years right
0: yeah i don't i guess 20 years is the minneapolis anniversary (laughs)
2: yes
0: (laughs) that's that's, that's
2: where it goes like what paper silver gold minneapolis like yeah some, somewhere years, along yeah, there is
0: yeah. minneapolis <laughs> the lake it's the lake anniversary
2: so uh anyway all all sorts of fun stuff planned for next week but uh tonight we're gonna talk about the end of this week and we're gonna bring on a man i spent wednesday night with uh up in milwaukee if a, a brewers fan through and through was real jazzed for his team until they ended up blowing in the night to the, to the lowly Cubs. But here he is, Eric Wheelow.
3: <sighs> How we doing? How we doing?
2: Hey, how's it going, Eric?
3: I'm doing all right, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, yeah, uh, that was an amazing Wednesday. Uh, finally got to go to a game with Danny and uh, my arch nemesis, Crawley. That was uh, <laughs> quite the experience. I got to see Crawley in the wild. <laughs> and oh, I got to be I got to be honest with you. Uh it was far worse than I
2: thought it was going to be. <laughs> let, let me just show the picture of the three of us there. There um, we are. Yeah, there we are in the left field. We we didn't sit in our seats at all. We ended up getting five dollar secret seats, but we won't. We can't tell you about those. We cannot
3: tell you about it. It's a secret. And uh, you just got
2: to roll with us. If you want the secret seats, you just got to be in the in crowd with us, and then uh, next time we'll go up there. But yeah, you're right. There's Crawley. What was that about his eighth beer? Ninth, where would you say that? Would I be? would say
3: uh, that was probably his fifth IPA. He slipped in a Mai Tai halfway in between <laughs> it. Um, If they had shots, he probably would have took them at that point. And he had, he, I think he had about four beers at the bar before we got on the shuttle to go to the game. And then 2 sh- I think he had two or three shots after the game was over at the bar.
2: Yeah, he took he took full advantage of me being <laughs> the designated driver of the evening. That is for freaking <laughs> sure. But um, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, oh, you're driving. Well, first of all, let me just say this Caller's like, come pick me up. I'm on the way. I want to go to the game. Okay, that's no problem. So I map it. Basically, I got to go. I could get to Milwaukee in about an hour 45 from my house, like as the crow flies even faster. To get to Crawley's took 2.15. To, oh, get, God. to get from Crawley's to the ballpark took another 45. I'm like, yeah, on the way. You just added an hour 15 to each side of the trip. But anyway, it was good to hang out with them. And let me tell you, this might be the photo of the year that got taken oh, at the God. end of the game. Which is – he's like – it, describe it for the podcast listeners – after the Cubs won on Wednesday night, Crawley immediately ripped his shirt off, flung his hands into the air in ecstasy. I mean, you could see it on his face.
3: He's standing on two chairs as well. Yeah. And facing all the Cubs and Brewers fans behind him. And they're just in shock and horror. A lot of them. I think (laughs) there were Cubs fans coming up to him, patting him on the back as you guys were making your comeback. Then this happened and nobody talked to him after this, but this was, (laughs) This is glorious. I mean, I love to see it. I, I'm sitting right next to him saying nothing. I am silent, just in silence, with Cubs fans pointing at me, laughing in my face, and then this guy's dick sitting in my face as I'm at the share. <laughs> no,
0: was just happy that he didn't decide to start pissing in the concourse like other guys oh, who that drunk do up at Wrigley North there.
2: Yeah, I was going to reenact that, but I was dissuaded. <laughs> I, I thought Crawley uh, might do it. So Eric, I got it. We got to talk about this series a little bit because first of all, the umpiring was absolutely terrible really for both teams. But in the end it was, it was David Ross got kicked out of game. Um, also, he got kicked out today too. He, he just doesn't really want to manage anymore. I'm like, Hey David, that makes two of us that feel that way. But <laughs> I love, I love how he today he went up to the umpire and told them that, you know,
3: you're not going on vacation early. It it happens starting tomorrow. You need to be better. You should be better. And it's like, David, you need to be better, buddy. Like, what what are you doing?
0: (laughs)
2: It was a rough week for Rossi.
0: And what's amazing about him saying that is that he came out, that that pitch was called correctly, but he had missed the fact that uh, Hendricks had gotten that ball called on him earlier because he was he was like in the dugout, like working on his fucking, like, how to manage baseball app. He was trying to fit, and he realized the game had started, and he's like, What the fuck? And he just ran out there and just started arguing for no reason whatsoever because he had actually missed the thing he should have been arguing about.
2: Well, yeah, they, that was a pretty hook, pretty quick hook. I mean, the one in uh, Milwaukee, I think there was some frustrated. Frustration building up to that with a lot of crap that had gone on. First of all, Eric, what's with the roof thing? Like that, just cheating continues up north. That's some straight bullshit. I mean, just like, hey, Christian Yelich can't see. Let's change the dynamic so Christian Yelich MVP God steroid user butt eater can see. There was a
3: potential cloud that looked rainy, and you know, you just gotta. (laughs) <laughs> you got to close the roof. I mean, cloud. No. there's a potential cloud in the forecast that could <laughs> drop a few sprinkles on the field. And to be honest with you guys, you might have just canceled the game at that point if it hadn't started. We would have. Yeah. At Wrigley, you would have.
2: Yeah. Um, it, yeah but that's, it, what, that's what we would do. And but we're not letting just but then it benefits all the players, not just Christian Yelich.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's not like one one team benefited over the other team when n- neither team plays means, but We're
3: closing the roof to prevent the shadows, which benefits... In the middle
1: the- of the fucking
0: game, though! Like, so that,
3: just that, only, that. that only benefits the Brewers? I mean, you get to take swings and have bats as well. Your players get the same exact result. You just didn't play better. That was no, the freaking problem. They know. I mean, Lord, it's not Sunday. like we opened it and closed it. It's not like our air conditioning Hold where on. we turn it on and off. <laughs> you know,
2: you don't have any air conditioning. That's the problem. You just literally kill <laughs> fans. People. Yeah. You probably do have air conditioning. You just won't turn it on when Cubs fans come up because they're that trolling. But let me ask you, how long ago was the sundial? invented because let me tell you they know exactly when that that shadow is going to hit when where it's going to hit and what where the you know they know where a planet is or a galaxy is millions of miles away they know exactly where the sun is going to hit and whether it's going to benefit your team or not we were in there wednesday night it was balls hot there was no oh, reason for it it's, it's a hot just like, box yeah, they wouldn't turn the fans out cuz they're like, uh, let's I don't know what their method is. Just well, terrible. I, Poor Bertie I, I, the Brewer up there in his chalet, just sweating in that costume. <laughs> <laughs> they won't even give him beer to cool off and dive That's down to the into only place anymore.
0: there is actually air conditioning. That's why
3: he stays in there. It was hot as shit in there and <laughs> we thought uh, there would be rain and there was no rain the entire game. And then, you know, I, as you're driving home, I'm sure you experienced that sun- thunderstorm too after Two hours after the game ended, right? It was
2: horrible. Yeah, it driving was- drunk, crawly home on like back, back uh, Wisconsin roads was just lovely as the rain pounded on. And there my was Kia.
3: there was no wind. They have those windows open in the back; zero wind blowing in, blowing out, which kind of made for a boring game. We thought the balls were going to fly; they were going nowhere. And, and that game was what three one at the end. Or, I think that was the score of the game. There was quite a few
2: balls that died on the warning track yeah. in that game. Um, So I don't, I don't know if that's by design because of who you got on the mound, you know, like, you know, it, it, there's a long history in baseball of teams using the ground rules of their stadium, whether it to be to cut, cut the grass short or long, or, you know, whatever the, the chalk line, I don't know, whatever they got to do, they're, they're doing it. Um, and so, you know, the brewers have got to be doing, I think every single team kind of does it in, in a way. Um, so I don't know. I don't know the point I'm trying to make, except for that. The Brewers cheat. <laughs> ultimately, <laughs> And there's no doubt about it because it's all too fishy. It's all too. Oh, the fans, even where they're located, it just looks like cheating. They're like, no, no, that's just, that's the design of the place. It was, it's a, uh, a very famous architect. And,
3: we're we're very honest people in Milwaukee. We're nice people. We treat you well when you come to our damn stadium. Do not accuse us of being cheaters, okay? Uh, I like the ninety nine cent wings for the place I had. Those were delicious. Uh, oh, good. Shout, shout out, out that place. Out, shout out to Olivia's. Uh, It's the best place to catch a shuttle in Milwaukee. Go there. It's owned by my buddy Rick. Uh, if you go on a Wednesday, 90, 99 nine cent wings, great time. You don't have to. You just have to buy a drink. You can get on the shuttle. Drops you right. At the stadium at right field, we walked right in, got our $5 tickets. We won't tell you how we got them. And we got right back on that shuttle. It was, it's amazing. So go to Olivia's if you're ever looking to go to a Bruce
2: and I, uh, Yeah. Like there were sexual days. acts involved in these $5 tickets. I mean, it was a little shady. <laughs> we, 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 we definitely had to visit a woman in a booth <laughs> wait it was you
0: know what? it was probably well, so they closed the roof so that you could get what? these five dollars go,
3: got got he got a free ticket an old man came up to him and he's like you guys need an extra ticket and probably like yes sir i do and then Crowley almost won a free jersey because we made a bet during this game <laughs> and <not> great. <laughs> the bet was he goes suzuki gets his first hit and Crowley's goes he's gonna go four for four i said If he goes four for four, I will buy you a Brewers jersey. And then, Danny, what did he say he was going to do to the Brewers jersey?
2: Yeah, wasn't it going to say like Cubs sixteen or twenty sixteen on the yeah twenty sixteen on the
3: Brewers jersey? So then Suzuki goes two for two. So now I'm sweating. He goes three for three. (laughs) He goes three for three, and I'm like, oh dear God, I I do not want to buy Crawley a goddamn jersey. This is is like this game was like your worst nightmare. It sounds like so we have the lead. And uh what was it? We're going into the eighth inning and Suzuki comes up again and it's Piamps, right? So it goes three-two count, fall ball, foul ball, foul ball. And then Piamps strikes him out. I win the bet, and then Crawley ends up winning eventually because the Cubs the Cubs come back in ninth, which Danny called. He said the Cubs are gonna come back and win this game. It's always close. It's it always close with the Bruce. All the these Cubs.
2: games were the yeah. exact same. And uh, it ended up two to two, you know, overall with the, with the games. And, um, you know, the first game, Cubs blow the six run lead. Yep. And uh, that's with Smiley's had two bad starts this uh, week for us, which isn't great as the ERA's up over four now. So, but in this one, it was by the end of the, or by the top of, the, at the end of the top of the third, it was six nothing Cubs. Brewers come back, score three. And this is the game. Where Ross lost his DH. Yes. <laughs> and, oh my and we God. Had to, and we had to watch Michael Fulmer taking it at bat. And I'm sorry, but you know, no wonder Ross got kicked out of the next two out of two more games this week because he's trying to kick himself out of baseball. He's like trying to get himself fired so he can collect unemployment because you know if he quits, then he doesn't get unemployment. There's four hundred dollars a week, you know. But if he gets fired. Over the all star break, unemployment, he he could collect that at the state. But no, it's how the hell did that happen? Well, you know, in
0: well, apparently Ross wasn't the only one that doesn't understand this rule. None of the ranchers knew it. I was like trying to explain it through the whole fucking thing that they didn't have to do that. In the post game, they were talking about how he did it, and they all, and Girardi in the fucking booth thought it was okay. Like, that they did it that way. No. You, you Like, there was no need to do it. There were so many other options.
2: Yeah, and I think we talked about this last week because yeah. we have the show on Monday. But it's like, I, I just wanted to kind of point out that, like, Ross pants himself. And then later it's in the so game, council did exactly what Ross should have done, which was move the first baseman, who was Jared Young, over to third. And uh, anyway, Ross is an idiot, and that was just dumb as hell. And then, who the hell's Jemai Jones?
0: That Coach guy comes up
2: number 85. First at bat of the freaking year. Jamai Jones, who hasn't played in the yes. major league since 2021, and just had a cup of coffee with, like, two other teams, comes in mm-hmm. just. And that was another dumb thing that happened when he, when, uh, with what was it? The Jesse Winker double switch thing, or not double switch, but Ross was, like, playing, like, 3D tac Tic Tac Toe. Well, oh yeah,
0: I'm gonna put my guy out there, and then you pull your guy back, and then I'm gonna put a new guy out there, and all this stuff. Just burning a bench that is short of people anyway, because they never put anybody on the IL. <laughs> because I mean, at the time we thought Saya was still injured, like we thought he was just on the bench and not able to play. But then he ended up playing late in that game anyway.
1: But I or. Are you, you guys came, you,
3: yeah, you guys came to the game, and we're looking at that lineup on that Wednesday game, and you're like, who are these guys? Yeah. And I'm like, in the same exact boat as you are. Like, the Brewers are in this constant state this year of just calling up the Tapias of the world, the Perkins, the, the Owen, Millers, Owen the Miller, J- my, the Jemai Joneses. And yeah. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I don't have a great answer for you, but for some reason, Craig Council makes it work. And we're winning I, games. And I can't imagine if Craig
2: Council, and this is his last year of his contract, isn't it?
3: Like it is. Going. And I was telling you guys, which is a little fishy where we were at Olydia's, is you know, there's a lot of rumors. David Stearns obviously he's not our GM anymore, that he could go to the Mets and it might be a package deal that council goes with him. Because I'm like, why wouldn't the Brewers lock him up? Crowley gave him a lot of credit. He said Craig Council's the best manager in this division. And I'm like, so yeah, I have a feeling an offer was extended, but is it council saying, nah, I just want to see what the offseason brings and where Stearns goes? Because it's yeah. part of me when we did the the Ranchers roundtable, we had Billy DeVore on, he goes, I think you posed the question, would you rather be a Reds uh fan right now or a Brewers fan? Like w- what spot would you want, like to be in? And I think you see this young talent on the Reds and they're rising and the Brewers. I mean, we have a lot of question marks like Corbin Burns. There's rumors out there right now that he could potentially go to Baltimore. He could be traded at the all-star break We're one game back, but this is typical Brewers. It's like, are we going to do what we did with Josh Hader again and get rid of him? Are we going to blow it up? Because I don't see this team doubling down and trading for pieces and giving up the little bit of talent we have that's young to make this team better. So if I'm Craig, I'm not –
2: and you've got you. a resurgent Yelich, too, to kind of. Yeah, because he's got, he's been doing pretty well. Hit that three run homer in which game was it? Uh, oh, it was the last game. He hit that three run homer when the Cubs lost six to five. Caratini had that go ahead in that game. So you got some, you got Caratini. He's great, man. I'm, I miss Caratini. Like seeing him in a Brewers uniform hurts me. Yeah. And, and uh, obviously, William Contreras is on the brother revenge train because he just. You know, it, all the bad blood between the Contreras brothers and the Cubs is is palpable. At least it feels that way. He's going to be a thorn in their side, leading off, right? Some games, Contreras are first or second in the lineup usually. Uh,
3: yeah, usually t- uh, two or three in the lineup. Uh, Yelich yeah. is usually our leadoff guy, right? Right. Um, and then we did see a resurgence. Crowley said that uh, Adamus couldn't hit his, his way out of a, a a paper bag or something like that, and then he, he just got a tear. And then he went on a tear with the Reds. I think he's had like four home runs since that Cubs series. And that's excited for us if we could get that back in the lineup.
2: And yeah. we got to your uh, airbender guy. Oh, Devin Williams. Yeah.
3: He came in. I'm like, the airbender. This is over. You know, <laughs> best closer in the league. And oh, my God, you guys just got out. When well, your
2: defense sucked, like, you know, Cubs took advantage. I mean, I
3: well, we had to hurt Rowdy Teles, So we have Owen Miller over there who's. I think he's had like six starts at first base. He's a third baseman. And that throw, I think if Rowdy Telez is in the game, he has a little more range. That's an out. But really, Rowdy T-
2: why? because it could hit him in the belly and just fall down. <laughs> he's <laughs> like a, a huge dude. He's 6'3,
3: like, man. I mean, he's got a little more range than Owen Miller. <laughs> I
2: wouldn't know because I don't know who freaking Owen Miller is. <laughs> and neither does anybody else. Owen Miller's mom doesn't even know who he is.
0: The only the only thing I now know about Owen Miller is he was the second out on both Ian Hap's throws. So, <laughs> that
1: he, was so Ian wild. Hap in, in,
0: that true. in extra innings throws out the runner going home off of Owen Miller's hit or whatever the fuck, and then they throw it at second, and they nail him there. And then because of the fucking Manfred man rule,
2: he's the- Owen
0: Miller gets second the next inning. Yep. You know, And tries to run home
2: and gets thrown out. out. And by Ian Hap of all people, like the you know, (laughs) I've been bitching about Hap's arm all year long. You know, just like because it's not, it's not good. Like normally, but both of those throws were excellent. Like they weren't, they weren't the strongest throws I've ever seen in my life. They didn't go that. To be fair,
0: everything was in his favor. They were short. They were like, they were, they were middle shallow left field so yeah. you know his arm was able to do it but he's not he,
2: throwing from the track yeah
0: i get that right yeah. and, and he but he put him on the money i mean he he nailed it and amaya you know was good at hitting the tags there yeah and keeping his head in the game to go after uh, owen miller at second on that play because that was not i mean i know i wasn't thinking about it watching the game
3: i was just like woohoo they got him into home Holy yeah. shit! The play's still going on. Yeah, it wasn't it even happen. close. I, I think they showed the the clip. Was that you, Danny? That uh, I forget if you posted it or somebody else posted it. The guy sending him, he he already has the ball in left field in yeah. his glove, and he's not. He hasn't even hit third base yet. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> even close.
2: Yeah. It was,
3: yeah. it was the crappiest send call I've ever seen in my life in a game that we probably should have won. It was
2: god-awful. Well, and they, and I feel that way, too, And that I feel like the Cubs could have swept. I think the Brewers could have <laughs> swept. Yeah. Like, you know, like, so we end up 2-2, and so I, I made a little note at the top here. It's like two ugly siblings fighting over who's the prettiest in the family. You oh, know, God. it just kind of just feels, because neither one of us are good.
0: Hold, you know? oh, hold no. up, Danny. The fact that you just <laughs> brought that up makes me like think cory furlong had a serious question um wheelo speaking of ugly s- siblings where <laughs> is- <laughs> where is your conjoined twin where do you hide him we never knew that this guy he's like hidden under your shirt <laughs> is- isn't he from spinal tap I, think yeah, I know right, right? <laughs> jesus Christ. <laughs> So, for the, for the podcast That's, listeners,
3: I just posted Brutus a picture. Brutus the beefcake right there.
0: <laughs> Danny posted a picture on uh, Discord of Wheelow, Crawley, and Danny at the game. And they're, like, in front of, like, I don't know. Some it says Torero. Yeah, the terrero. Yes. And in the picture, it's, like, kind of wide, and you can't really see it. You just notice the guys. Well, Corey Furlong apparently zoomed in and he and right behind wheelo there is this spinal tap drummer looking dude who is clearly photo bombing you guys
3: Yeah, it's freaking marvelous. (laughs) That's my bodyguard. His
0: head is coming right out of Wheelo's neck.
3: I I hired him to just follow us around, just in case anything happened between me and Crawley. (laughs) That that was what he was there for. (laughs) I just couldn't
2: believe he saw that and picked that out because, oh, good on you, Corey, man. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ! It it really was a good time. I mean, so if you had a prediction, what the Brewers are going to do? I mean, you're in the pole position. You could win this, you know, ugly stepchild contest that's called the NL Central if you'd like, probably with very little work because you have Craig Council who's going to figure out no matter what you give him how to do it, but, or you could sell it off and make it really hard for Craig Council. It'll probably still compete. So if you had a prediction, what do you think they're going to do?
3: If I had to predict what the Brewers are going to do this season, it's, I see Corbin birds getting traded here sooner than later. Uh, I'm going to hate to see it happen. I I love him as, but there's no way we resign him. And it's like, if we're willing to do that with hater with two years left on a deal to get some pieces from San Diego, they're going to do the exact same thing with Corbin burns. And there is a lot of drama at the start of the season with his arbitration and not giving him a lot of money. Uh, he hasn't been pitching that great, but he's bouncing back a little bit. He did make the all-star team over Christian Yelich. I mean, obviously he's a pitcher, but I mean, the Brewers are going to do what the Brewers do. They're going to try to rebuild good enough gang rides again, add some pieces to this team. <laughs> good enough gang. <laughs> I was going yeah. to mention that too. That's a great name. <laughs> good enough gang. Um, but a lot rides to it. You know, like if Corbin Burns goes away. Okay. So. We have Woodruff that's coming back, and that's like a one in a one A. Obviously, Burns is a bit better of a pitcher than than Woodruff, but if we have belief in that, we can slot him in and look at us. We're one game back. If Woodruff had come in and do that. Peralta's been underachieving. The Brewers always find a way. We'll get a little bit healthier. See, this but is the Reds. I mean, we just took two or three from the Reds, you know? I mean, it is a bullshit division, but I don't have belief in this ownership and in this team to add the pieces around the Brewers to get us over the top. And I said it last year. I said the year before that, that was the time to add the pieces, you know, before this window closed and we're potentially there. And if council does go at the end of the season, it's going to be really hard for the Brewers to continue to compete at the level that they have with the talent that they put on these rosters. I think the Brewers
0: are going to find out like what they have done. Honestly, what they've done over the last like five, six Years, has actually been fairly impressive. They're always in the yes. hunt. They have been getting into the the postseason tournaments, you know, regularly, and, and you know, like they in their, they always seem to be better than we expect them to be at the start of the season. And they're going to find out when they let con- Council go that that's and and I think you're right. I don't think they're going to let Council go. I think Council is like. Why am I gonna stay here with the way that they run this team when I can go anywhere else and they're gonna give me they're gonna go for it at the uh at the trade deadline versus give up hater with two, two more years because while that does keep this Brewers team at you know that semi high level that they have been playing at the good enough game, good enough gig, yeah. Good they're never selling out. They're never selling out to get that uh, championship. And, I mean, we know, as Cubs fans, what that's like. Yeah. Absolutely we don't. sold out. We sell out, and we still don't
2: get wait. But you know, we, like- did it,
0: we did it once, and it worked, right? At least they did it. and And they've yeah. actually tried it a couple of times, and it didn't work. But at least they went for it at those times versus, you know, how the brewers are, they, they seemingly are just like, well, let's on one hand, it seems smart because they still have guys, you know, down the road to bring up. But on the other hand, like if you're never going to go for it, like you're never going to (laughs) win. Like, it's just, it's not how it works.
2: Yeah. And uh, David Elliott uh, says, so council won't be going anywhere else in the NL central. I mean, no, because nobody's
0: I, going for it. Well, maybe the Reds, but they've got their guy.
2: Yeah. Well, and uh, I yeah, mean, it, go ahead, I, Eric. Yeah. And I, I,
3: it's the thing with Council is he, he is born in Wisconsin. He's a Whitefish Bay guy. He did play for the Brewers. His kids were <laughs> raised here.
0: He said Whitefish and, Bay. Like, yeah. we're all like, oh, yeah. This yeah. yeah right. You know, Whitefish. you know. <laughs> I
3: mean, oh, it's, it's, hey, go, hey, go away, fish. Eh?
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> to the, yeah. To answer the question, USP. like, if, if he wants to stay in this division, I think he stays with the brewers. Like why would he move to Chicago when he could stay in Milwaukee and stay at the place he loves? I think it's what is his goals? Obviously does he want to go to the Mets with this bigger payroll and a GM that he loves a GM that groomed him, uh, in that front office, you're not and groom anymore. Room, yeah, okay. Yeah,
2: groomed. Groomed is canceled.
3: <laughs> that guy that was standing behind me was grooming. Me <laughs> in that photo. That's what he was. Saying. Somebody should have been yeah.
0: grooming him. He had some <laughs> jacked up hair. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but I don't know, man. It's it's the Brewers. I, I mean, we're a great fan base. We come out to games. I think you could see at the game you're at, Danny. It's like a lot of Cubs fans, the Brewers fans are there too. We're showing up. And it was we, fun. We, we, we get close to that three million every year. And that's always the goal for a small market team like ourselves. And yeah, as long as we're good enough, the fans will show up and that keeps the team around, keeps it making money and it keeps the, the owners happy. So
2: well, it helps it helps when you give out tickets at the, the local gas station for buying a coffee and a donut. They're like, Oh, and here's four brewer's tickets yeah, exactly. as well. <laughs> oh, we sold those. We three sold million. Those. We got three million <laughs> through the doors this year. Uh Let's paint on. The- it's easy to get three million tickets at
3: $5 a piece, right? Cash. It's a cash deal. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah. We cannot tell you. Yeah. And, but yeah, you've got to bring cash and visit a woman in a booth. In and a all booth. I'm gonna that's say, all we're going to say. That's all we're going to say. Yeah. yeah.
0: The last time I took cash to a woman in a booth, my <laughs> wife almost divorced me.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> uh,
3: bet you she's sorry she didn't. I didn't know they had women behind the glory holes. But anyways. All
2: right. <laughs>
0: No, so, it was it was one of those things where there was like a metal door and a glass. And, oh, I,
2: I see. Know. Oh, yeah. I, I went to one of those places once. It was <laughs> I was like, What am I doing here? I I just wanted to experience it. I was like, Oh, what happens? The thing comes up, they're just sitting there, and I guess I was supposed to do more, and I didn't. I, so I left. I didn't know what to do, so I just got <laughs> I just freaked out. And he's like,
0: Do I take off my clothes now? Yeah, what do you want?
2: What it seems a little dirty in here. <laughs> <laughs> I just slipped on something. Um, so um Anyway, uh, <laughs> oh, I just stuck to something too. The, uh, the Cubs and the Brewers play at Wrigley at the end of August in uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the last week of August. And then we have the last games of the season against each other. Um, do you think that those games will matter for either one of our teams? Yes, for the Brewers
3: because the Cubs fucking stink and uh, you're going to fire your manager at one point And it's just not going to happen for you guys. I'm sorry, but the Brewers always find a way in the way this division is, you know, the Brewers are game back half game out. And I think it's always the way the series ends with the Brewers and Cubs. When we always have that last game of the season, there's always something on the line. There's always stakes there. I do see the Brewers competing and staying competitive for the rest of the season. And could we win this division? Absolutely.
2: And that's awesome easily. easily so could we, so could we if we so freaking, no, we, we could have at you one could've. point, like, yeah, yeah, not anymore, not anymore, not anymore. Not anymore. Actually, not anymore.
0: actually, we could have had we started the season with the best team, and yeah. our front office could evaluate
2: anything. Well, I'll be. give you, I'll give everybody some math. This comes from Wrigleyville Nation, who I'm going to try to get on the rant around table on Thursday. Um, But uh, then this is from, I believe, July 6th that they tweeted this out. So this was right after the Brewers series says Cubs playoff math. Reds are 49 and 39. So I think they're what are they now? More than that. It's uh, they are now 50 and 41. So pretty much the same, just a little bit worse. Cubs are forty and forty six. Now they are forty two and forty seven. So pretty much the same as well. Just to, to catch the Reds, assuming the Reds play worse in the second half and go only thirty seven and thirty seven, so five hundred. The Cubs would need to finish forty six and thirty. Um, and the Cubs also need to go six and two in head to head with the Reds to win the tiebreaker. Otherwise, the Cubs need to go forty seven and twenty nine. Or now, I guess it would be. 46 and 30 or whatever. Um, And so I don't know that any Cub fans that have been watching this team this year thinks that if the Reds go 500, that the Cubs going 46 and 30 seems like a remote possibility. So I think it does seem kind of a, a difficult path.
0: Uh, my brain is bleeding right now <laughs> yeah. Yeah. after all the, if this, then that, and
1: well,
2: basically whatever. if the reds are 500, we've got to go well above 500 to catch them at this point, you know, is what it comes down to. And, and- so it's, it's a difficult task, but it could happen. It's Facebook user says no way in hell. Uh, mm. So uh, anyhow, uh I, I I can't say good luck because I really don't like the Brewers, even though I like <laughs> you, Eric. Like, I, I like, even though I like, I like Billy DeVore, you know, and, and he's a nice guy too, but I kind of like the Reds team. Like, you see Ellie get De La Cruz like stealing second and third oh, like, yeah, and then bird, than home. He, he totally pants your team, and it was hilarious to me. And, <laughs> you know, the Brewers have been like, they're like our little annoying brother who's just like tagging on our coattails. And, um, Take uh, it on your
3: coattails. I mean, you guys have been looking up to us since the World Series win, so you watch your mouth there. You're, you're like
2: the little brother that, like, even though I've been trying out for the play this entire time, I never get the lead role. But then my little brother comes to the school and gets it his freshman year. You know what I mean? Because okay. like, he's more handsome than me, and like, you know, or whatever it is. That's how it feel, the Brewers feel to me. Not that the Brewers are handsome at all. I went to that stage <laughs> your, your fans are terrible looking. I'm sorry. It's, Except for front row Amy. She's you, not. you came with Crawley. What are you talking about? <laughs> right.
0: Hey. I mean, Crawley is probably the reason that they
3: closed the roof.
2: There was like <laughs> the
0: Goodyear blimp was out there, and they're like, close the fucking Breath roof. We roof. see this
3: dude. So, but um, they should they, have what should seen you... him on the drunk bus on the way home, just singing God Bless America. Oh, God. Oh, God. Michael Jackson. He's f- humping people's heads. <laughs> <his> yeah. He's- <laughs> He's putting his ass in these girls' faces, dude. It was a
2: show, man. Yeah, it was, it a was quite a show. At least he yeah. had his shirt on on the bus. Like, yeah, he didn't want to have a shirt on, but he did. I loved it. So, loved no, it. We had a, if you ever get a time to, to party with Carly on five dollar booth tickets, like, let me tell you, there ain't nothing like it. It's the time of your life. Yeah. I would
3: recommend it to anybody, man. Yeah. It was a blast.
2: Yeah, all it will cost you is to designate and drive him around. Like, because <laughs> once a guy knows he's being designated driven. You know, all bets are off for the night. So um, we're going to play a commercial. Eric, we're going to say goodbye to you. Uh, Thanks for coming on. Uh, Plug something you got to plug. Uh, I have a show at
3: the rec room in Huntington Beach on Friday, next Friday. Nice. uh, Yeah. And I just uh, signed a contract. I'm going to be renewing with Up and Adams on FanDuel TV with Kay Adams. Uh, So I'll be there the whole football season. That starts on the 17th. So – Tune in to uh, Up and Adams. Uh, they're putting me on TV. I'm giving some insights. I'm bringing some fun. Uh, so that's really exciting. So Just check like out you do the, here. There we go. They finally Except got my big paid great great voice. I'm going to be just a big Hollywood guy now, man. You're not even going to be able to afford me on this podcast.
0: Are I, you Are you the guy that they bring in to do the voices for the football you know, like the football, they bring the guy in and they're like, do John Madden. Do John Madden. Okay, oh. do Brett Favre now. Is that, is that you now? They uh, just, Monkey, come over here and
3: make a voice for us. Are you yeah, the new Frank I'm, Caliendo? I'm the, I'm the new Frank Caliendo. That's uh, essentially what it is.
2: Did uh, I ever tell you about the time that me and Johnny just razzed Caliendo to death at a at a, at a baseball game? No. Because you know he goes up and he, he throws out the first pitch, right? And uh, and this is in Vegas, Cubs versus I forget who we were playing. Uh- Kev socks maybe it could have been like they were doing those exhibition games in spring training. Frank Caliendo comes up, throws out the first pitch and he's doing, he's fucking around. Like he's pretending to throw it, then he throws it behind his back. And then he's pretending to throw it and then he throws it right in the ground, spikes it. Then he pretends to throw it and he doesn't throw it. Like it's just like the dumbest bit I've ever freaking seen in my life. So me and Johnny start just ragging out. of like, fucking throw it, Caliendo! (laughs) You fucking son, Come on, you asshole! You know? And then he just, he came out for the second inning stretcher like, no, Cal. yeah, I know this all night. We just, every time we saw him, we're just like, we spewed a vile hatred at him. It was freaking fun. Yeah. Good times. Um, So anyway, um, we'll end there, and I'm going to play a Patreon commercial. Which
0: voice do you think Caliendo cries in? Ooh.
2: Joan Rivers. (laughs) Yeah, Joan Rivers. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back. Here's a commercial for Patreon. Please support us at patreon.com slash sunranto. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super renter at patreon.com/sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer and in turn line the pockets of the baseball oligarch Ricketts family. Just one dollar a month can buy a scorecard, five dollars a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song, and ten dollars a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet, but super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Rantor levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Rantor calendar, and special thanks and Rantor recognition in our live broadcasts. Plus, eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. And we are back w- w- without yeah. Eric Willow.
0: Yeah, you know, Danny, I realized it uh, during that commercial. Uh, you, you talk about all the different things you get for being a ranter and for being a super ranter. Right? But at no point did you mention that if your parent dies, we'll do something nice for you.
2: Yeah. And by you should have a
0: whole thing on that. Like it's almost like a whole commercial.
2: (laughs) You have a parent that might die someday. Well then you could win a jersey. Make like a contest
0: yeah. and show pictures of people crying like Susie.
2: Yeah. And then Susie's she's happy holding father. her jersey like next to a casket. Oh,
0: Susie's father was in a thresher accident. We got her a jersey. Everything's better now. And then you see her smiling.
2: Yeah, exactly. Before <laughs> and after. Um one thing, I, what I thought you were going to say when you didn't say it was that uh, what I don't mention is Cubs pod, because I made that commercial before we started making Cubs pod and that uh, every day you and I have been going back and forth and we've God been man, every uh, goddamn yeah, day too. every God. I've been having fun doing I like doing solo shows. It's just like it's fun <laughs> Danny's like, like
0: I like doing things when Michael's not involved.
2: Yeah, then I have to, <laughs> then I, then I have to listen. You know, I don't even have to force myself. But a Cubs pod, you get an, a daily podcast if you're a super ranter and uh, I enjoy doing them. I think I think it's a fun way to keep up on the game. I enjoy listening to your episodes, and uh, you know, I think you would like mine. I don't know you'd ever you never compliment me or anything. <laughs> I, I believe I do. But we're, uh,
1: we're about
0: to have like a married person argument right here on the air. Oh about- God. <laughs> me and
2: me and Bleacher Jeff had such a married person argument loading the van last night. Oh my god, it was hilarious. So like you know, it's like two fifteen. They're all drunk. So I'm not drinking these days. So like everybody's drunk. Uh, and and we're trying to load the van Which is never a be- a good idea But luckily I'm sober So they're bringing stuff out And Jeff's like Oh just put it in the back I'm like no you can't Just put it in the back It won't fit If you just put it in the back I'm like we gotta do it In the order That it's gonna go in And the way it's gonna come out And all this stuff And he's just like Well if you didn't bring All these goddamn cables And blah blah I'm like fuck you Jeff Shut the fuck up <laughs> you know? Like meanwhile Like hours earlier We're like And the home of the brave Like and you don't see The end of it I was like just shut Your fucking <laughs> <my mouth. laughs> it's pretty like, it hilarious, you know. And Then the next day, you're like, Hey, you want to go to Bob Evans for breakfast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <band laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> we sold a couple t shirts. Let's buy Bob Evans on the band. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, um yeah cubs pod and uh, we've been having great conversations in the discord too about the things that we talk about on cubs pod so like then we can talk about it through the whole day like it's kind of unfolding as like a cool new aspect of project to our thing i've been enjoying it anyway yep
0: and and i will say uh if you are not a, a a super ranter the thing that you are missing out on that is the absolute best and biggest thing is that discord server because you you might be listening to us once a week or whatever, and th- we're in there talking. I mean, we talk the cops like the all day, every day. We're making jokes, we're talking shit with lots of
2: fun people. Yeah,
0: yeah, and 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 we're getting deep into: is this guy actually good? Is he not? What is he doing? You know, and and so everybody in there is making everyone else in there smarter. You know what I mean? And even if you're not a person that really uh, wants to talk about all that stuff, you can just watch. You can read it. Yeah. You can read what we're talking about because there are smart people in there going back and forth and discussing the different aspects of baseball and, you know, the Cubs. It's it's awesome. It's It actually makes me, I don't know, it makes me feel more confident when I'm on this show just having gone through all those things every
2: day. Yeah, absolutely. Mike Waller, who is a super ranter and host of the Cubs PS Plus podcast, he says, if you're not a super ranter, you should be. It's an amazing community. And I, community. And I couldn't agree more. And a lot of those guys were in South Bend, too. So we're just having fun uh, with each other and enjoying yeah. each other. And, uh, I, I and, I and Danny, answer. by the way, the only reason
0: I didn't go is because yesterday was Eli's 18th birthday. So we ah. were celebrating something totally different. Over here,
2: nice. We're, we were birthday. celebrating
0: the fact that I kept a human being alive for eighteen years. <laughs>
1: Congratulations! <laughs> it's um,
0: a big, they, it's a big week in the cotton household. Like
2: David Elliot writes in, what he means is it's a bunch of fucking degenerates in the district. <laughs> fucking cubs twenty four seven like a bunch of sicko- sickos. We do have that element. Yeah, we do. From time to time, it can feel that way. So uh, hashtag chance in the chat, and you can win a Frank Chance postcard since. To you by me with a message of love and doom Uh, a couple more comments from design love as a super rancher i'll say is tasty and low calorie fun for all (laughs) and alex anderson oh i i I think design love got those five dollar tickets too (laughs) from the lady in the booth (laughs) and alex says uh super ranchers are a wonderful group i couldn't agree more and lisa cram says hashtag chance because they want to win a frank chance postcard sent to me uh you by me uh with the message of love and doom so uh yankee series let's just give this short shrift uh if we can i don't know if we've ever done that in our life but um jameson tyone eight innings
0: biggest fan i think it's this guy i think i'm the only one out there saying you can you can plan for what he does and you can make it better if you do it now i don't think that's what happened i think Tyon just actually had a really good game. We got lucky, but.
2: It was interesting that he pitched with the Yankees last year, and he was much better. So a lot of people were like, oh, he feels more comfortable at Yankee Stadium. And I did look at the splits, and he's got an ERA in the threes at Yankee Stadium and in the sixes or at Wrigley or fives, I think. So it's like like double or much higher. And I know that there's something to that with some pitchers, but, you know. If, if he felt that way, he never would have signed in Chicago. He's like, oh, Wrigley. Oh, God, I cannot pitch at Wrigley. Nightmares at Wrigley. Can't play for the Cubs. No freaking way. You know, I don't care how much money they're offered. I hate Wrigley. You know, but he didn't feel that. I don't think he feels that way. But $18 no, no, million like, dollars can change your mind real quick, too. I, I think Pitch Lab <laughs> messed him up.
0: He hurt his groin. And he said, you know, pitch like, like Joe Boo, fuck you. I do it myself. And I think that's Jamison Tyone. And it's taken him uh, a month to kind of get back. He's been, he's not been good, but he's been consistent and possibly getting better at this moment.
2: And well, this, he looked a hell of a lot better. One hit through eight innings. Oh my God. Only yeah. four K's in it. And that was one of his lower strikeout totals of the year. Um, so I don't know if there's anything to that. If they were just. I mean, the Yankees, they did not look scary. I mean, without Aaron Judge in the lineup, it really just hurts them so badly. I mean, they just don't look that scary. Um, Rizzo, you know, he didn't have a great series. He did pretty well today. Um, I yeah, think- he hit okay today. Like, Yeah, but in the series, he wasn't good. It was not like – it was not what I was expecting, which was Rizzo's numbers, uh, it, you know – well, first of all, they're not that good this year. Like he hasn't had a home run since May twenty fourth. But I was waiting for him to like get right against the no country, you know right. I mean?
0: But isn't he hitting like two seventy? I don't know. Like, like he's still hitting two seventy. Like the thing about Rizzo is when Rizzo is bad, he's the most productive bad hitter I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, because like, he'll choke up. He knows what to do in situations.
0: He'll he'll go over twenty. And you're like, oh, over 20, that looks terrible. But, but he's got like three or four RBI and, you know, he's, or he's sacrificed and he's moved guys over. He's done all the things he's seen 150 pitches. Like he just does all the stuff that even though he's 0 for whatever, like it's helpful to your team and the Cubs don't have anybody like that. I mean, honestly, there's not a lot of guys like that in the league. It was something that I didn't even ever really think about until i watched rizzo do it for years and years and i was just amazed when i would look at his numbers in a bad stretch and i'd be like i don't remember him being bad and yeah. then i'd go back and i'd look i'm like well he was bad but good
2: yeah he bet at 83 but at 10 rbi this week <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> i never understood how he was pulling that off or yeah. or he would have like one walk in there and he would score
2: so Yep. Um. Yeah, Joey uh, says, uh, this Wrigleyville bum says, I miss Rizzo. And I do too. I mean, we haven't had, uh, we haven't had a, so, like kind of a, like a cornerstone player. Because it's not going to be any of the guys. I guess maybe it'll be Swanson, but it's not there yet. I mean, Rizzo, if you think about it, we get him what, 2012? 13, something like that. And it took a while for him to be Anthony Rizzo beloved cub of all time. You know what I mean? Like right. these things don't happen overnight. And so, um, but what was interesting about this series is the Yankees did so bad. They fired their hitting coach. <laughs> so, you know, we've seen that before. Um, and then well, and and we won, we won yeah, for the first time. we never won before. Yeah. And to, and then you so never win before all the way back to the 1930s in the world series. Never win in New York against the Yankees on the road at any iteration of Yankee Stadium, and then you win two of three. Um, on with, with one of the worst teams to ever d- be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Bellinger's been looking really good. Say it with a homer today. He's been looking a lot better than he was, so hopefully he's coming out of his funk just in time for the second half of the season.
0: Rizzo's average is currently 257.
2: Still that's higher than he was hitting with the Cubs. He just hit more hit more Homers with the Cubs I think and it's better than most of the Cubs that we have right now. It's like the same as our all-star Dansby Swanson. We don't much. we don't in and, and of the 12
0: first basemen we've run out there this year, none of them are, are hitting 257 at any moment.
2: Yeah, they all have – all of them put together don't have the same war as Anthony Rizzo. In fact, all of them for the last three years since Anthony Rizzo left – I don't know if you saw that tweet that was out there. Something about every first baseman is less valuable that we've run out at first base than Anthony Rizzo has been, I don't know, this year or whatever it was. Yeah, well, no, at I, all. I, I saw, saw that, Zero, uh, nothing. Zero no, war. I, I heard
0: it on your other podcast on uh, – Cup of Cubby Cup Blue. Of, yeah. Sarah Sanchez brought that up that every first baseman the Cubs have had since Rizzo left are worth zero point zero war over that time span. And Anthony Rizzo has like eight or nine war or something.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well it's way more than we have. I'm I'm looking at the draft here. We're which we'll talk about in a little bit. And do Ooh, you know if the I, I just prospect we, perverts? Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh. Um five dollars at the booth
2: are the are the cubs gonna pick again tonight do you know they're supposed to so yeah so we were
0: talking about this earlier and they're supposed to do two rounds tonight so the first and second round but then and i don't understand the mlb draft is confusing uh the first two rounds are supposed to be tonight but i do also know that there is a supplemental round i thought in the middle but maybe that's what they're calling the second round Second round, yeah yeah so so the cubs have uh two picks tonight is what they're supposed to do okay
2: i was just wondering because i i didn't want to miss it if they were because i I was looking it up while you were talking
0: people in the chat if you see that the cubs make a pick
2: yeah break the news break the news live Yeah. yeah so uh yeah so in this Yankee series, uh, the the Cubs, they lost the middle game, 6-3. to three. Smiley was kind of bad. 431 is his ERA now. Um, Garrett Cole was on the mound. so you, And you know who hit him? Miles He yeah. Had a double and a single just up for the injured Dansby Swanson, which I guess he can come back because they put him on the IL, which was the fastest I've ever seen. Uh, the Cubs ever put anybody on the IL. It only took two days, I think, this time. Well,
0: probably because of the All Star break, but yeah, they should have put him on the IL immediately.
2: Mm-hmm. So, uh, but Miles Mastroboni back up and he was productive again today. I don't know if he had some hits. I know he was, he scored some runs or was on he's, base. He's freaking terrible, but yeah, he's terrible. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's like one of those role player dudes, you know, who like could be good and like. He was, no, he, he got, he had nothing today, but, um,
0: yeah, yesterday, yesterday, he was a part of two of the three runs and that was good because nobody else on the Cubs was doing anything, but no, he's, he's, he's not good. Like yeah. he just had a, he had a good game. Everybody has good games here and there. Look at Tyone, uh, yeah. Assad it, pitched in that game too. And that's what good. I wanted to talk about. Assad looked good. Three innings. To finish that game out, the Yankees did not score. I think he only had like one strikeout or whatever, but uh, no, really. I mean, just locked him down. It was good.
2: Yeah. No, I I like what I see. And you wonder, like, as they stretch him out and, like, you know, it was Nesky went down to Iowa to uh, basically become a starter again. That's what they want to do with him, even though he was pretty effective out of the pen.
0: Which but- means they're planning to move a store a starter
2: that's my fear is like okay here come it's like spring training too you know <laughs> here we go who's who's it gonna be are we gonna move two guys and aside and was maybe a little ben brown action coming up from AAA, even though he has not done well i've seen a lot of consternation about ben brown's performance but like these are that's the problem with this whole thing. If you start bringing rookies up and you make your whole team of rookies, sure, could you catch lightning in a bottle and all these dudes over over it's incredible. You know, like what kind of – and maybe kind of what the Reds were doing or what the Pirates were doing with all these young players. You know, sure, get, that could happen. But more, more likely, there's going to be growing pains and spurts of, of being good and bad. And, you know, they're going to regress and learn again. And, you know,
0: you, but you, you, have to, you have to commit to the process, though. You can't keep bringing guys up, letting them have success, benching them for the next three days, and then sending them back to Iowa. Yeah. That's not how you make players
2: get better. Well, and even though he hasn't been sent back to Iowa, um, Amaya, is I'm like they're not playing him, and I'm like, come yeah, on, where has he been the last? Did he get an at bat in? Well, so
0: I didn't see the Friday. The Friday game was tough, but uh,
2: no, Amaya had no at bats today. In and yeah, um, and
0: I don't think I saw him yesterday either.
2: Yeah, it's and and you're like, are you developing this kid or what? Like, or I mean, what are you doing? Are you maybe they're like. Teaching him catching. I don't know what the hell they doing. It would be you, nice to know.
0: You take a rookie to Yankee Stadium and you don't even let the kid get in a bat. Did he did he hit on Friday? I'm,
2: That's I'm looking to see if he got in a He got three at bats and struck out twice on Friday. Oh, okay. but nothing the rest of the weekend. So um you know, they're just not playing him. It's the thing. He's like he's like your third catcher you never see. He's taken over for Luis Torrens. He's going to get a splinter in his butt and go on the IL just like Torrens did. And since when oh, does Barnhart Torrens catch Hendricks? Rios. It was Rios that got the splinter in his butt, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same guy. <laughs> Same guy. Guy who sits on the bench and doesn't do crap. That's now the new Amaya. That's what Amaya is now. I cannot believe how long Rios was up <laughs> with the
0: Cubs and just didn't play. Yeah, like what was the point of that? It, it's, uh, it boggles my mind. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So why does why was Barnhart catching Hendricks today? I thought Amaya. That was kind of the setup. Now that Hendricks calls his own pitches, Amaya's the kid that catches those
2: pitches yeah, somebody's probably saying something like oh look they're p- making a package for tucker Barnhart and kyle hendricks and you know because that's all we're going to hear for the next month or well, next, 21 days quite as good today <laughs> without amaya no well and he was calling his own game with amaya remember he was remember he was calling the pitches and amaya was just catching him
0: so i was watching yes network and they were talking about that. So Hendricks was calling his own pitches, but they actually noticed that Barnhart seemed to have a button that he was doing. So they were, I don't know. They were sort of like wondering what is if, if Hendricks is calling the pitches, what is Barnhart doing with his pitch thing, pitch com?" You know, they were they're really, like, maybe yeah. he's picking where it goes, you know, like upper quadrant, lower or whatever. And I, I have no idea. But Hendricks wasn't as good with this two-way communication going on. Whereas Amaya's like, All right, dude, I'll just catch him.
2: Uh, this in from Blake Beard, whose tickets sponsor the Sunranto show. If you want to sit in great seats down the third baseline, contact at the Blake Beard on Twitter and buy his tickets um, if they're available. Blake uh, writes in, draft is on pick number 35, and the Cubs don't pick again until 68. Damn it, that was so close. close. Ida, so close to nice. Just when we thought they were going
0: to turn it all around.
2: Yeah. He says, I believe the compensation pick is because Contreras declined his qualifying offer last year. So
0: Yeah, so it's (laughs) twofold. Contreras declined his qualifying offer so they got their pick but then when they signed swanson it dropped them you know so like yeah. they 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 got one but then swanson affected that as well and so it dropped like 20 spots or something like that
2: yeah yeah david says uh time to trade back one pick <laughs> can you imagine See, and i
0: don't think they can trade picks like that like they can in the nfl there
2: was some time. i forget what the new rules are they just redid all this stuff so i don't really know what the new rules are they're probably ken rosenthal's probably on tv now somewhere explaining everything like with you know with that that meme of like all the numbers flying around the guy's head Mm. (laughs) you know if it's the fourth moon in jupiter on the fifth day (laughs) between (laughs) lent and halloween then (laughs) Um, so all right, Yankee series. Well, I guess we'll we'll pinch this off to another little commercial, and we're gonna do rakes, flakes, throws, and blows on the entire first half. But um what else happened? Oh, yeah, today was kind of a wild game. You get David Ross tossed in the first inning, David toss. Yeah, funny. Well,
0: and, and he got tossed because Kyle Hendricks got that. He he got a ball for throwing too many uh warm-up pitches right so and i don't know if they showed that on Markey, but on yes they showed that the umpire said that's it we're done with warm up pitches let's get ready to go and hendricks just kept throwing pitches like warm up pitches and so he's like that's a ball <laughs> that's why that happened cuz i was like i didn't how how did he get how did he miss the fifteen seconds or whatever? I mean, i have was...
2: been watching baseball a long time, and I've never seen that happen. Nor, nor, no. well, nor a pitcher. I mean, he's not doing that on purpose. Kyle Hendricks, like he maybe didn't hear or understand. I mean, who knows? What well, he just there. doesn't give
0: a shit. He's like, "Fuck you, dude. I'm gonna throw yeah. as many as I fucking want until the batter but, comes up."
2: Either way, I mean the proof is in the pudding here. Cubs don't need David Ross to win a, <laughs> to win a baseball game. In, I felt like the
0: City. game today was managed better without him there for the entire game.
2: Uh, I, mean, I was they won, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so obviously it was managed better. Yeah, Hendo wasn't great in this one. Gave up a couple home runs. That's when the Yankees pulled ahead, and then, but but the Yankees defense was bad. Um, and they, a couple of miscues allowed the Cubs to come back into the game and really the clutch hits all catchers, Jan Gomes, uh, with off the bench. And then, um, I heard a stat today cause the go ahead run was say Suzuki hitting a sack fly with, I believe the bases were loaded at that point yeah because on the radio, they said that say Suzuki has never had a hit with the bases loaded. Did you hear that stat? I'm gonna look it up really wow. quick. I don't know if I don't know if anyone in the majors, which is only it's only it, yeah. Th- yeah, last year and, and this year so far. But you don't now, get a lot of
0: opportunities to Yeah,
2: I was gonna say, like, I mean, I don't really know how many times the Cubs have loaded the bases in the last two years, but I do remember when the Cubs were in Miami this year that Saya Suzuki kept crowning it at double plays with the bases loaded. Do you yeah. remember that? Yep. I'm looking it up right now. Um men on first, second, and third. He has never had it with the bases loaded, but he does have two walks.
0: Yeah. Well, that, well, I mean, there you go. That that is almost 12, as
2: good. twelve plate appearances.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the big the big problem in this game was they they pulled German and Canley came in and he was actually would have been okay, but Morell hit a very hard uh, grounder to Glaber Torres and should have been a, a double play and they would have been out of that inning. But Torres kicks the ball, everybody's safe, bases loaded, and Canley then can't get out of the inning. Like, then they that in they scored all three runs after that. Yeah. Like, that was it. Then uh, Young got up there and hit. Hit into an out, but scored a run. And then we got uh and then I think that's when Gomes came in for hit. wisdom and got a hit. Yeah.
2: And in 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 some in the in this world of the Cubs where you have Jan Gomes pinch hitting for Patrick Wisdom. <laughs> you know, like, what is Patrick Wisdom doing on the team? Yeah. I mean, this is like I mean, Gomes, he's a decent hitting catcher, but he is not really known as a hitting catcher. He's not like No, this is like the best year he's ever had. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so God, yeah. It's I'm looking at it right here. Yeah, wisdom was 0 for one with a walk and a strikeout. But yeah, Gomes batting 262, wisdom one ninety. So when you really need a hit. It's not gonna come from Patrick Wisdom, most likely, although he did have a double this week, I believe, but
0: well, and the reason they are able to do that is because they have Mystery Boner who can play third. And that's it. Like they and I you know, because of course Morell is playing second because Dan's hurt and all that. Uh and there's obviously no other way to make that work. So uh Gomes <laughs> got that hit and immediately got you know, he got to first and then they pulled him for, you know, mystery boner over there and Pinch then he run went yeah. in at third
2: yeah so then uh, and then barnhart another catcher your other backup catcher because they're all backup catchers to a in my brain eventually um but uh then he came in and he got the uh insurance run uh, doubles uh, the double and then um Al-Zalei shut it down and i mean you got to admit like it seems like the consternation we had about the bullpen earlier in the year at least Seems to have settled down a little bit. Like some of like.
0: They still have their bad days. Sure. But yeah, they have sort of
2: settled in. But it wasn't just like this constant like, oh, my God, will you ever be good? Like there, there was a while there when I didn't trust a single arm out of the pen. Not as and Ross couldn't either.
0: Well, and I mean, there's lots of guys gone now. I mean, Boxberger exploded and. um I, I mean, believe
2: he was in that uh submersible that went down to the Titanic <laughs> so he's just gone completely.
0: They tried Hughes for a minute um and then he died and then uh you know so they I mean they had they they had a lot of things that they've tried out there but they finally sort of seemed to settle in with Ozalai with Assad uh Fulmer is Fulmer and Rucker are still frightening whenever they come out Lighter has been good uh You know, who's the other one? We got one more that I know that has been uh, nice to come out there, but, or all right, at least. Merriweather. Merriweather. There you go. Merriweather looked frightening uh, to start this season, but has been really good ever since. So they just had to find their spots. Like, because as I've said 8 million times, the front office has no clue what they're doing. And so they had no idea who was going to be good going into this at all. Yeah, no.
2: They so, the whole they, the whole team was just like and I was saying this to bleacher Jeff on the way back today, you know, if you have let's say Ian Happ at least playing like he did last year when he had an all-star season. It was just like kind of built up upon that, which he hasn't. Uh, you have say Suzuki playing even 20% worse than he was this last year in Japan, where he was like the MVP all-star greatest player of all, of all Japanese baseball. You have, you have that in the corner outfields. You're at, you have a better team. Cause you just have a, a more, more potent offense, you know? And even if and you you break with the wrong team. Your bullpen, you're still putting it together at the beginning of the year. It was like held together with chewing gum and duct, duct tape in April. And they managed a 500 April, which was a little better than we thought they could do. But it was still not great. You know what I mean? It was- we, we actually talked about this in
0: April, though. That that April success was the worst thing that could happen to the Cubs. Because it made this fucking front office think, well, what we're doing is right. And and what they were doing was not right. And in May, we all found out it was not right. They had a horrific May because all the things that were a surprise in April came due. Like all that stuff, you know, we found out, oh, no, this is, this is what we expected this to look like. Yeah. And, and then through June, they've been kind of trying to crawl back to a like since June they seem like a slightly below 500 team
2: yeah it it wasn't a bad week I could say that they went four and three on the week yeah which is better than three and four so I I and, gotta and give them credit it's,
0: and it's a road trip to Milwaukee yeah. they go two and two that's great but they go to uh New York where they have never won and they win two games, you got to be happy about that. Yeah. And I know I, I was pretty happy with uh, the game today. I didn't get to see the tie-on game, which was frustrating because they won.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I kind of just didn't worry it about was, watching it. Everybody was shocked. It was shocking. So uh, we're going to take just uh, another quick commercial break, and this one's a real quick one, so we'll be right back in just a second. So if you got to pee, uh, go real quick. Uh, but uh, here's a commercial for In the Clutch. If you like the Cubs a bunch, buy your T-shirts from In the Clutch. We've got all the best styles for you. Tansby, Say a Morel too. Clark fly in his double U. Cody Bellinger smoking dudes. Vintage shirts from days of old. Patrick Wisdom and Nico. You'll look sharp wearing your strove. Ten percent off with the code. S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O InTheClutch.com is your store For the most fun baseball shirts on the planet Don't forget to use promo code SUNRANTO To knock a couple bucks off your purchase Stack or die, we need more cups Get it all at InTheClutch Cause if you like the Cubs a bunch buy t-shirts from in the clutch get it all at in the clutch get it all at in the clutch all right welcome back um let's just get right into it uh, and let's do some rakes flakes throws and blows for the entire uh first half of the season today i'm going to show you how to rake how does one rake? Just, just one
0: rake, and everyone knows who it is. It's Christopher Morrell. He's far and away the best hitter on this team, and he would probably lead the entire team in almost everything if they would have let him play. Like, he didn't get a chance to come up early in the season, and then they sent him down. Like they, He's just not getting the opportunities. He has played in 49 games. They have played 89 games this season, 40 games. They didn't let him play. Can you imagine? He has the most home runs, the highest OPS, if you don't count Nelson Velasquez's (laughs) 13-game streak. Nelson
2: Velasquez is slightly ahead of him, but he's got the highest OPS. He's tied for seventh. On the team. So, excuse me, I'm going to put up the numbers, the Cubs numbers. These are sorted by at-bats. So, you could just, uh, who's had the most at-bats down, and then uh, you can just look at the numbers as Michael talks about them here. Yeah. Go ahead. So, uh,
0: yeah, so he's seventh on the team. He's tied with Jan Gomes for uh, hits, right? He's third on the team in RBI. He missed 40 games. And he is third on this team for RBI. He's uh, seven RBI behind Horner, who has played in 82 games. And he's one behind Hap, who has played in 87 games. That is insane that this team is that inept at driving in runs, that their best hitters are played. Forty more games than this kid, and he's still right there with him. Uh, you know, what's it's, you know, what's it's kind so of striking
2: funny. me as I have these numbers up right now? Like, I see a lot of really decent OBP's, like in the low to mid threes, couple of higher threes, especially with like Ian Happ with his three seventy seven. There, um, I you know, so it's like this team seems like they're just getting on base. It's just like nobody's coming through with the the big hit you know, a lot of the time, except for, you know, Nico Horner the other day, you know, so they can run into one. But I think that's just been the issue is like everybody's crapping themselves when it really counts.
0: Well, and and that's what we were talking about uh, a little bit earlier with the batting averages. Because when you get guys on, you cannot drive in a run with a walk, right? You can't unless it's bases loaded, but that doesn't happen very often. And when it does, they're probably not going to walk you. It you only happens to, to say a Suzuki. Right. You have <laughs> to get hits. And these guys don't hit. I mean, that's the thing that you were talking about with Hap. He has how many walks this year? He's like
2: second but in the he's entire st- league? Second in the majors, yeah, in walks the last time I looked. I could look that up real he's quick. Going- and the Cubs are – Cubs with walks. And the Cubs are fifth in walks in the majors, so they do it a lot. Happ is still second to Juan Soto. Yeah. You know, I mean, the other guy, do you know who's third? Who? You've never heard of him. Like, you never (laughs) guess. You could guess all night long, even looking people up, and you would never guess who it is. John Uh, Davis. No, Ryan Noda of the Oakland A's. Just a walk machine. Yeah. like. But, but see, this is the how thing. Weird. Advanced stats will
0: tell you all about how OBP means so much more than batting average, right? And the RBI isn't a fucking stat and that you don't need to worry about those things. It's It's runs created, expected runs created plus is better if you're on base and it doesn't matter how you get on there. Well, true, but if you're not hitting well, if you just walk, if you have a whole team that walks, well, that's great. But you're not going to score a lot of runs that way. You have to have guys that hit the ball, and you have to have a few guys that hit homers. And morell is... The is, only guy that they really have that does that.
2: Yeah, man. Patrick, Ben Patrick wisdom until he's completely stopped. Um, David Elliott points out too: Morrell would be an all-star if he had not wasted time in AAA. I agree with that. And maybe he'd be in the home home run derby. That'd be awesome. He's better from the plate
0: than Dansby Swanson. Dansby Swanson is a better overall player than Christopher Morell, But Morrell is also very young and a rookie and doesn't ever get to play. The position that he's supposed to play. So you he's
2: know. looked really good at second. They were marveling at uh, as it, I was listening on the radio. They were really marveling at second. Well, you know, hey, he's he's really no. I know he can't play second, but I'm like, it's great when he does play second because he's really good at it. You know, he's no Javi. Like when you can just put him anywhere in the infield, he does miraculous miraculous things. But I'd rather see him get the reps at third. The problem is. They've got this cast of characters over there that they they have nowhere else to put them. You know, like uh, you got Patrick Wisdom, who you're trying to play, I guess, until you like pinch hit Gomes for him. <laughs> for, you know, you've got uh, Miles Mashraboni who plays over there. Nick Madrigal when he's not hurt, and I don't know when we're ever going to see Nick Madrigal uh, Madrigal again. And I didn't really is magical on the IL or is he just kind of like. I think he's on the IL. Did he? I know Swanson went, but I kind of got that all happened at the same time, you yeah. know. But I don't know who came up for him. Who would have come up though?
0: That was Oh, it was a pitcher. They brought up some fucking uh Palencia.
2: Oh, that's right, Daniel Palencia. Yeah, he, he's so, throwing store gas though. We didn't talk about that. So yeah. our
0: our third baseman gets hurt. We have <laughs> no third baseman to the point that we burned the DH <laughs> and they brought up a pitcher. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> like what? They didn't bring up another third baseman until our shortstop went down.
2: Oh, what a year it's been. <laughs> what a year. What a first half. Uh, I just love reminiscing about this stuff. It is it is amazing, but yeah. So, so are you ready for flakes or are you still go through Morrell?
0: No, I mean, the same thing we've always been saying. Morrell should have broken camp with the team. He should have been platooning with wisdom the entire season. You know, I'm not saying they should have just made him the starter, but he should have been platooning. He should have been going back and forth the entire season with wisdom. And at this point, he should have been the starter, just like Madrigal became the starter, Morel would have done that and it would have been better uh it's going to go down as one of the worst decisions in a terrible terrible year
2: well i could tell you this much it's what we wanted to happen before the season even started and then everybody told us we were wrong and uh but hey sun ranth show here for you again with our complete correctness so are you ready for flakes yeah
1: i haven't worried about flakes since my grunge days remember them
0: Miles Mastroboni, yes, people. Despite getting opportunity after opportunity, I mean, he really only he's 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 only played in like 32 games, but way more opportunities than we expected him to get. With as bad as he was playing, and he was doing it in the spot where we wanted Morel. That's always been my biggest complaint: is that he's blocking other people. Uh, but he's never figured it out. And just to let you understand how much he's never figured it out. Tucker Barnhart is better than him, and he's played in, like, five more games, so it's, like, a fairly comparable thing. Mystery Boner has a 169, 270, 215 slash line for a 485 OPS. He serves no purpose on this team.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm really rooting for him, though, hard. Like, <laughs> I, I, I might get, you know what, uh, has Miles and Mr. Boner, as he hit a home run, he did, right, for the Cubs? I know he can hit them, but like, has he hit a home run for the Cubs yet? Let me put up those uh, stats again because he'll he'll be on them.
0: Yeah. Oh, I listened to a little bit of the uh, the Yankees radio today because I wanted to hear John Sterling, and uh, man, he said Mastrobone so
2: many times. He was in love with that name, Mastrobone. Um. Let's see. Uh he has in his career no home runs in the major <laughs> leagues. Okay. He's got a 173 career batting average in 92 play appearances. It's all the guy has in the major leagues. Okay. So I'm saying that from this day forward, I am rooting for the underdog. Miles Mr. Boner. He's not the guy that, you know, that I want him to succeed in the major leagues just to just to do the heel turn for himself. Cause you know, like when Crawley told me, I don't know if I said this on the show yet. Crawley told me that when miles, he just happened to be there when miles master got cut and Jared Young came up, I believe that was the move at that point. I don't remember because there's just all this up and down at this point. It's a flurry, yeah. but either way, miles master got sent down. He walked out with one of those big luggage racks.
0: You know, like they, he, they, he had one of those sticks with a, yeah. a handkerchief around it and all his shit in it. Yeah. And he hiked back to Iowa. <laughs>
2: so, um, yeah, it's way too expensive for Ricketts to actually, uh, you know, give him a get him a bus ticket. So so he was pissed off. So, like, I, I kind of liked that story. And I was like, he's mad. He thought he was here to stay. He's, he's out there grinding. He's trying to, to start. I mean, he probably knows he's batting 140 that he's not the bubble and stuff. But, like, I'm just saying I'm rooting for the guy. I hope he does well. And now he's made the flakes list. Like, you know, I just – the worse you are, the more I like you, I think, is what it is. It's the Cub fan in me. Well, you know, and, and
0: Mike Waller was, unfortunately, on the Master Bowl and he trained there a little bit
2: yeah, early. Crawley writing in That is correct. He was pissed. And if you don't know who Crawley is, there he is right there (laughs) celebrating a Cubs victory at Miller Park. This is the, this is going to go on the calendar. This has got to be the cover of the rancher calendar. um, This next uh, off season. Go ahead.
0: I don't know, even know where I was going. Like he was like, Oh yeah, no. Waller was, was a little bit, you know, like the numbers seem to say that he should be good You know, but he 17 home runs in triple A to my and and he didn't understand why everybody was so upset with him and so mad at him. I personally never really I don't dislike the player, I dislike what he represents on this team, and that's blocking a guy like Morrell, blocking a guy like a Mervis or a Young who don't have that opportunity to play. Nelson Velasquez, none of these guys are getting a spot. Because Miles Boney has it. And, and that just drives me insane. Like, I, so I'm with you. I hope the guy does great. I just hope he does great on a different team. Because I don't want him blocking the guys who could be better for this team.
2: And that are part of the future. Like Miles Boney, I don't necessarily know if he's going to be part of the, the future. But I would love for him to go on some like Frank the Tank type tear. And, like, you know, just come out of the blue and surprise everybody in the second half and turn into your raker at some point in the month. Like, raker of the month he gets. Just or be a raker. Just for one week, be a raker. Hit yeah. home runs, so- you
0: know, don't strike out, get a couple other just singles, driving a run,
2: yeah. Well, if what Crawley said about him being pissed off, you know – he was mad that probably at himself, and I th- and that's kind of what gave me my heart to him, is because I could see like myself be like, man, I had my shot, I screwed up, I batted one hundred, I get, I'm going down to the minors, and I'm never going to let this happen again. I'm going to remember this. I'm going to go down there. I'm going to grind. I'm angry. I'm going to you know pack my bags and get pissed off and like maybe maybe that's a motivating thing for him. And a week later, he's back. Now they can't just keep sending him back up and down too because eventually he's gonna have to clear waivers if this keeps happening like this there's a point and it's coming soon that they can't do it anymore I think and then he, and then he will be on a different team like you wish michael
0: <laughs> yeah i i think he is mad because david ross uh told him he's going back to iowa
2: in a text
0: yeah <laughs> david ross was already in his car halfway home he's
2: like oh shit and it Miles, was uh you're going to iowa and it, it was only uh and it was only emojis too so <laughs> it, just... it was baseball
0: poop emoji des moines yeah <laughs> C- co-
2: corn,
1: <laughs> corn.
2: <laughs> <laughs> baseball poop emoji corn and he's like damn it <laughs> give me that luggage rack <laughs> all right um uh, how about a thrower uh I, i'll do the throw i gotta i need a new throw this one's too just <laughs> My hands to the Lord. I just, you know,
0: the thing is When I hear throw up, I'm like, yeah I, I do want to throw up uh, Yeah, this throws was actually This was kind of hard um, Marcus Stroman and, and Justin Steele are just having They're having amazing seasons They're really good Stroman has thrown like 112 innings 119 innings He leads Uh,
2: the team by far.
0: Yeah, by far. Uh, Steele is third on the team with 91 innings, but, you know, he's got the lower ERA and all that stuff. But those two are just, they are a top notch one and two right now. And then I also really wanted to find a way, maybe to see if I could finagle Hendricks into this because he has been so good since he came back. Like, he is everything we were hoping for. You know, like the, the shoulder thing, he doesn't start the season. You're scared like, oh, he could come in and just get destroyed. He's actually had a really good season up to this point in the, I think, 10 starts that he has or six starts, whatever it is. Uh, you know, not quite as good as the other guys, though. Um, and ultimately, though, I got to go with Steele. I mean, he has 81 strikeouts and only 19 walks this year. That is an amazing <laughs> ratio right there. I mean, he's uh four times more likely to strike a guy out than walk him. Yeah. The odds are even that a guy's gonna in and actually slightly in uh Steele's favor that he's gonna strike you out rather than you get a hit. I think he's got 81 strikeouts and 70 given up 78 hits or something like that. You know, it's a 1.06 whip and And here's the big thing. Here's the other thing. This is his thing that really puts him up and over. Four home runs this season. In 91.1 innings, he's only given up four home runs.
2: Wow, that is great. I mean, that's
0: Cy Young stuff. And he's he's not going to get love for Cy Young because he's on a shit team and nobody outside of Cubs fandom is really clocking this guy.
2: Yeah, and to give it that some perspective, Michael Rucker has given up five home runs. <laughs> <laughs> and how many How many innings does he have, like 15 or something like that? Uh, yeah. Michael Rucker has 35 innings, actually. Uh-huh. I, I, I mentioned that in the car today with uh, bleeder Jeff. I'm like, Michael Rucker pitches a lot, like in the 5th and 6th. Um, but uh, here's a guy with uh, only, let's see, uh, 10.2 innings uh Jeremiah Estrada remember him oh yeah yeah uh, four home runs <laughs> there's a guy who has such a- high hopes
0: for him too
2: yeah well he and-
0: throws like a million miles per hour
2: but then next dude up Daniel Palencia same thing you know uh who was the last guy Manrod, Manny Rodriguez you know so they just keep throwing these dudes up there somebody's got to freaking step up and be good damn it right straight and fast
0: isn't enough yeah. You know, you gotta, it's gotta be fast
2: and curvy. Well, I like that you gave it to Steele. So, uh, are you ready for your blower? Absolutely. You just
1: put your lips together
2: and blow. Oh yeah, baby.
0: Well, uh, you can take down the, the stats okay. because the blows is Jed Hoyer, Carter Hawkins and pitch lab. Look. They, these guys stayed at the table too long making the same bets, and now the Cubs are getting killed because of it. I mean, Jed admitted earlier this year that they did not provide the team with a good enough bullpen to for like, he's like, don't blame David Ross, he doesn't have a good bullpen, that's on me. Like, that's (laughs) how freaking bad. Like, the only thing he we agree, Carter. (laughs) What's that? We agree, yeah. And then, bull, the
2: bullpen sucks.
0: Yeah, and then Carter Hawkins, uh, he he clearly has, like, his whole thing is prospects, right, and drafting and getting the right guys. Well, guess what he didn't notice? He didn't notice that morell Mervis, Young, and Amaya were all ready for the bigs. He didn't see that at all, right? Because some number told him, nope, don't do it. You know, and, and this team is suffering – from these stupid guys, all just whatever they're doing, they're not doing it right. And it, it drives me insane. And I know I'm probably going to get, you know, all these people get mad at me because they all love Carter Hawkins and he's this wonderful guy who's figured it all out. Well, guess what? He doesn't know what's on his own team. So that dude can eat it. And then pitch lab, they hurt James and Tyone. That's it. They heard him. I think that James and Tyone tried to do what they wanted him to do. He sucked because of it. Again, I'm not saying Tyone's a good pitcher, but the pitcher we were hoping to get got ruined by Pitch Lab, and now
2: he is trying to get back to that
0: by doing whatever he was doing before.
2: Well, and – you know, I, I don't disagree with everything, anything that you really are saying. I, it, I have not seen really anything out of th- what they have put together that is impressing me at all. I mean, this has been pretty freaking disappointing. When the raise the floor idea is a 500 ball club and you're like, yeah, they got to 500 and you can't even get that done by the all-star break, like... I mean, it's it's just not been good enough. And Jamison Tyone's a huge part of that. And the fact, like I'm looking at his numbers right now, his worst ERA ever before this was a 430, which we would kill for right now. Yes, we would. And
0: I talked about this at the last show. Starting in June, he is much closer to that four number. He gives up four or five runs in most of the games that he's in, but he had two games in there that were below that. But he hasn't given up over five runs since
2: May. That was last month or two months or like a month and a half. But it's – it's He's not been good. You cannot stand for – I mean, he had no, one – No, no but again, two. what I'm saying is he was terrible
0: in May. Like, absolutely Just, you can't play the guy. He was that bad. And since then, he's not good, but he's consistent, and it seems like he's starting to figure some things out. And do I think he's going to be the guy that went out there in New York? No, I don't. But do I hope that with what he's been doing, we're going to see that guy one or two more times this season and outside of that we see a guy that uh throws a four era you know and brings down whatever he's at six nine or something like now
2: yeah i mean i just want him to like give up three or four runs a game pitch six seven innings and give the cubs a chance to win that has not been the jamison tie-on we've seen for whatever reason a guy always sucks his first year in the Cubs uniform. Yep. And we might be seeing some of that. Even well, John Lester in his he is getting part- closer to that.
0: That's my point is he's yeah. getting closer to that now. Like he's not going to be an ace and he may not ever even get to like a number three pitcher,
2: but all thanks to Carter Hawkins and pitch lab, <laughs> because that's the only thing that could fix Jamison Tayo now. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm trolling you, Michael. So, um, all right. Well, I agree with pretty much everything you say, you know, and I think most people would. It's pretty, it's pretty much unequivocally. I mean, we we could say other people that we saw. He points
0: out he only gives up four or five runs, but only in five or six innings. That's an eight to nine ERA. You know, yeah,
2: oh, exactly. So yeah. no, but I'm saying saying giving up three or four runs in like seven innings. You know, that's that's what I'll take. Yeah, and and I'm
0: thinking just if – again, if you have a player that's very consistent and you know what you're going to get, maybe that's when you really try to work on the lineup you put out there being the biggest, best boppers you got to sort of combat the four or five runs that he's going to get. But instead – He's out there, and, and we end up with My, a, I don't know, Barnhart or, or you know, <laughs> yeah. Wisdom's playing third, and he can't hit, and all this stuff, you know? Yeah, no. It, Man, I think Mancini was on first.
2: We just don't have enough. Like, we just we, don't have enough. We really
0: don't have enough, and that, again, is on the front office. It's on Carter Hawkins. Yeah. It's on Jed Hoyer. They, they have not brought even what they paid for. They're not even close. Like, yeah. they talked all winter. Oh, we spent a bunch of money. We spent a bunch of money. Look at all this money we
2: sp- Well, you didn't spend it in the right place. Well, they did. I mean, they they got Dansby Swanson, who's been good. You know, he's he's an all star. He's not going to play in the game either. Is Marcus Stroman, by the way, the only. And that's the other reason you should give Steele the the, uh, throws is he's actually going to go to the All-Star game and represent us. The only player we have.
0: I really hope they let Steele start, and I really hope he has a shutdown inning because that's honestly the best thing for his Cy Young sort of, you know, for him to get into that conversation, he needs to have a good exhibition game. (laughs) <laughs> which is stupid, yeah, but I I just don't think because he's young and people don't know him and he's on a terrible team, you know, like he's, if he wants to get into the conversation, this would be the perfect time to do it because they're going to have to talk about his numbers and what he's doing. And if he, if he shuts that, you know, goes one, two, three and shuts him down, it's going to look great. And then people will start to actually clock him, even though nobody wants to watch the Cubs.
2: Yeah. Well they can't. Most people can't cuz they can't get marquee. So um uh I'd like to get to the draft here. We're on pick number 48. I see maybe they're past it whatever I'm looking at. It says 48. Um I see that the Diamondbacks just drafted a guy named Gino Groover. He's got to be a pitcher, right? He's a third baseman.
0: Ah. Damn it. You know I love when A pitcher is like, you know, like uh, that guy whose last name was Balfour and he was a pitcher, (laughs) you know.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, but let's talk a little bit about the Cubs. We do have one draft pick. So, and they say that this guy, because he's a college bat, that uh, he might be, he was born in 2002. So So he's 21. Yeah. Bring him up. He's, He's fine. Um, but yeah, he's maybe a couple of years if they, if he's good, um, first round draft pick, he's a shortstop.
0: Well, through- Danny, I would like to say yes, a couple of years if, you know, but this front office will say, well, no, he's got to get 100 at bats in a this season. And if he doesn't, he's going to start in a next year until he gets to those 100 bats and he's going to go to double a and he's going to get so many at bats there and he's got to, you know, he's got to sniff the right. Boss over there, and yes. do the right thing, and and then he's got to go to A and he's got to do this, and and even if he's really good, we're gonna let him sit down there because we need guys like Miles Master Boney on this team.
2: Like, well, he, but but you don't want to lose him with the uh, in the option year, you know. It's very important, <laughs> you know. So uh, I'm gonna drop a link in the chat here. It's from I've never even heard of this. It's called the testudo TestudoTimes.com, but I just found some stuff on there about Matt Shaw. Um, never heard of him before now, except for that. I think I went to a high school with a guy named Matt Shaw because it's pretty common name. I would imagine there's a few out there, but I'm going to also send everybody to follow North side bound and Cubs on deck. Uh, they have a podcast and they know all about the prospects. If you are a prospect perv, that is the show for you. And I like listening to uh, to it a lot because I don't want to go and watch all these minor league games, you know, and figure out the entire system depth and stuff. I don't care that much. I'm like, tell me when he's good enough to be on the Cubs or on the verge of it, then we'll talk about it. But those guys, Greg Huss, and there's a, they got a couple dudes over there um, at Northside Bound and Cubs on deck that know everything that's about. And th- this is a quote. From the horse's mouth right here, um, wait, yeah, this is about Matt Shaw. From prospect expert, Greg Huss, my comp for Matt Shaw is a combination of Mike Trout and Barry So, Yes! Get ready. I knew it. We just... The the number sixteen overall pick is a combination of no, it was thirteen, I think, actually. Was it thirteen or sixteen? They're gonna let him wear twenty-three <laughs> on his jersey twice. Number thirteen. Lucky number thirteen. <laughs> so yeah. So every year he's gonna get to pick another uh
0: retired number to play. He's so good.
2: So yeah, uh here's here's what they say. He's from Maryland. The Turperins are uh, they call them the Terps. It says in the three years with the Terps, Shaw hit 320 and matched a program record 53 home runs, amassing a total of 166 RBI. He also recorded a total of 222 hits, stole 37 bases, had a career fielding percentage of 957. That seems low.
0: Yeah, that's actually not very good. oh
2: yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> And started all 167 games he appeared in. So okay. So in other words, he never pitched it. <laughs> David <laughs>
0: Elliott says terrapins.
2: That's it, like a what did I say? Like,
0: Turperins? <laughs> yeah, you said terperins or something. Yeah, I think terrapins is uh I think they're like turtles.
2: Yeah, no, I've actually was on that campus before. Um, <laughs> and they all,
0: they ran you out of it there. Cause you kept looking at him going, turperin.
2: What's a turperin, turperin feels a turperin <laughs> get out of here, jerk. Um, so a- anyway, his coach speaks very high highly of him. I, I recommend reading the uh, article that I dropped in the chat, but like, here's a guy we might see in a little bit. I think it's interesting. They draft a shorts, a shortstop. Let me just read uh, a real quote from Greg Huss. Um, because that was obviously a funny one. He says, my non-sarcastic take on the Cubs selection of Shaw, they didn't leave any player that's clearly, and he puts little quotes around clearly, stars actually, um, better on the board. So the in Greg's, it was the best player you could have gotten right there. he seems as good as anyone to buy into and watching a high high praise high praise i'm I'm pretty sure
0: (laughs) i'm pretty sure the cubs front office is scouting greg huss right now with that like yeah he's as good as anybody to buy into and they're like that's
1: how we see it (laughs)
2: yeah that's how we see it you you want a you want a beer bat um (laughs) So he says, watching a college bat maneuver his way through the system is one of the more fun things as a prospect follower. So, and you know, it's kind of fun fun to see, like, you know, your Matt Mervises of the world, you know, develop and figure out the different levels of and uh, then come up to the major leagues, fail miserably and have to go back down. It's just the circle of life. Um, So anyway, we're not going to stick around here. For the next pick, because number 68 is going to be a while, I think. But we will be on the Discord. And if you're not on Discord, you can actually join us over there um, daily when there's a Cubs game, because the Shank List, the daily game thread, is available um, to everybody at all times on the Discord. But you should join it, because then you can hang out with us after the show, where we will be doing a little post-show hang in just a couple of minutes. Um, I want to mention something real quick I'm, uh, as we uh, pinch the this show off here. Um, it's that we had a winner – and they did come forward that uh, won this cute little thermos. And we're going to give away another one this month to the Amazon Pri- for the Amazon Prize of the Month for people who shop at sunranto.com slash stuff. That's when you just fill your card at Amazon and then go to sunranto.com slash stuff, click on our ad, and then uh, buy the crap you're going to buy anyway, and we get a kickback. That's how that works. Um, just Just click on our ad and then shop at Amazon. And then you could win... One lucky item purchased will win, and you could win this awesome, cute thermos of this cute little guy. And um, I, I want to say that the winner was Maggie May. So congratulations! She bought the Monsters Inc. Funko Pops over oh, there. Yeah, remember nice. that? And yep. uh, she won. So congratulations, Maggie. And uh, I thought we'd do because you know it's uh, Prime Week coming up. Did you hear about this, Michael? Amazon Prime they got got a sale coming up this week.
0: No.
3: You didn't hear about? I did
0: it? not know that.
2: Oh yeah, uh, all, all sorts of things be on sale. And
0: so I, I will say I generally use Amazon now to look for stuff and and then I try to go out to that thing's actual business and website to buy it. That's so, good of you. Yeah. So I'm never going to win your little like stubby little
2: Thermos man. Thermos guy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I thought we'd do a little Amazon good, bad and ugly tonight. So I've got go. yeah. So I thought we'd do uh, and I'm dropping some links in the chat for this stuff. I'll start with my good Um and I've I think I pointed these out before because I think this is a really good deal, especially considering that from Steve Trout, I bought a $25 mitt pillow and I never even received it. So, like... Uh, <laughs> did, you, did you ever even get your $25 back? No, I didn't. And I, I, I didn't want to have to, like, t- dispute the charge. Because then it's going to change my credit card n- number. And then it's going to... You know what I mean? It's going to turn into all this other crap. So, um, I'm just trying to get... the if I, if I lost 25 bucks to Steve Trout, actually, the story is worth $25. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but I, I want to point out these other pillows, Okay. This is uh, in inau, in throw pillow, and you can get your name customized on in a number for the the Cubs, and it's only thirteen bucks. And there's a coupon for five percent off. I that's a good deal, right? It's like an eighteen inch by eighteen inch square pillow, but it's like I mean, I'm not a pillow guy. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> I mean, I use them. You know, I'm, you know, but I'm not like a pillow enthusiast, you know, but if I needed a Cubs pillow to like complete, like a man cave or like a Cubs theme room for, you know, a little Cubs fan kid that you might have, put your name, put their name on there. The number 69 and and get yourself a, a pillow, you know, $13. Like- yeah. It, it, that,
0: yeah, that's actually the fact that you can get whatever you want on there. That makes it absolutely worth it
2: yeah no so i dropped a link to in the chat to that one i suggest everybody use that and then uh and by by in fact let's have a contest whoever makes the most hilarious pillow wins and i <laughs> and i'll give another thermos guy away okay next uh this is the bad <whistles> check this out and i'm gonna drop a link to this in the chat <laughs> can somebody point out What's wrong with this shirt? Yes. <laughs> I,
0: I know exactly what's wrong with this shirt. What? Uh, there's an apostrophe <laughs> in Cubs.
2: So <laughs> I was a Cubs own me fan. <laughs> yeah. So for the podcast listeners, it says I was a Cubs fan before it was cool. There's a picture of a baseball. You can get it in multiple colors, men, women, youth. Um, but yeah, there's an apostrophe in Cubs. I was a Cubs fan, but it is in the reviews. Uh, Charles Fireneck said it should be Cubs fan without an apostrophe. Shirt is misspelled, and uh, but he still gave it three stars. So. <laughs> <laughs> Like, verified purchase, he bought it, Get yeah. it three stars. Yeah, he said, oh. Not bad though. That's <laughs> <laughs> so. So, once again, I will also enter you in a contest to win a thermos if you buy he's this like, shirt. <laughs> like, oh,
0: yeah, fur neck right there is, is uh, he's actually a Cardinals fan, and he bought that for his <laughs> Cubs fan friend. And is just enjoying the hell out of the fact that he's got this <laughs> dumb shirt. That's why he gets three yeah,
2: Exactly. He's like, here you go. And he's like, dumbass friend. He doesn't understand that, <laughs> that it's dramatically incorrect to do it this way. You know, that it's just like a, mag- a major troll of a. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah.
0: David Elliott chimes in. This is the shirt my dad wore on Saturday <laughs> night. I have explained the problem to him. He still wears it. <laughs>
2: Well it gets 4.6 <laughs> stars, 285 ratings. That is so many people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's my bad. Uh, I just as a fan I don't want to be owned by the Cubs. I I I want the Cubs to believe that I could go somewhere else. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so uh here's my last one. I I will uh <laughs> That is hilarious. <laughs> By the way, I love Bill Elliott too. He's an awesome dude. Um, so now I like the shirt too. So I'm Bill, driving- I,
0: Bill Elliott didn't even dawn on me. Used to used to drive NASCAR champion. Huh? Yeah. So David the last Elliott is uh you know NASCAR royalty over there.
2: the The last one is is the you know the uh, Friday sh- uh, jerseys that they wear the Wrigleyville. On, on oh, Fridays, yeah, 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 the yeah. home, yeah, the neighborhood connect jerseys. Mm-hmm. So that they are doing is, your
0: neighborhood when they come back, by the way, they're doing uptown.
2: Yeah, I know. Great. I don't dude. even know what that means. Just, gentrify us further. Thanks a lot, jerks. So, um, but you know, that is not even copyrighted. So, uh, my, my man Toussaint buy shirts from him in the left field corner, he, uh, has Wrigleyville shirts. They can't sue him, you know, because it's like Wrigleyville, you don't own that. Cubs, you make your Wrigleyville thing, and we make the same color Wrigleyville, same font. Like you don't they, own any of that stuff.
0: They made a shirt that was readily available in uh, truck stops all throughout Chicagoland. So now they can't, you know, sue anybody for using the same shirt. Yeah. Too.
2: So Wrigleyville's up for grabs, but uh, so there are a couple copycats out there. So here's my ugly. This is a copycat of the Wrigleyville shirt. <laughs> so first of all it's only 15 dollars and it's not worth every penny because let me describe what's going on and i should put up the if you don't know what the wrigleyville jersey looks like it's more of like like the lettering is rainbow shaped
0: yeah for it's whatever an
2: arc. is an arc for whatever reason this one decided to do like a hot wheels swoosh kind of thing <laughs> and it's like it like is a, a hot like, wheels yeah or like a, a roller coaster kind of like but not a very good roller coaster a rolling hill if you will of a wrigleyville font that just kind of like makes you a little seasick as you go up and down from wrigley up to Ville. you know it's just in this ugly uh, it's it's
0: yeah, I mean, it's, it, I've never been a huge fan of these, uh, but yeah, this is maybe the worst version of it.
2: Oh, by the way, Bill Elliott writing in, catching the show tonight. Yes, it was the shirt I wore. <laughs> we get confirmation. See, we we confirm everything that we learn on this show. So, with with,
0: with two sources. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what else more? Do you what, what more do you need? So um so that's our show. We're going to go over on the Discord and I want to wish a happy birthday to your son Eli. Happy 18th. Um big now he can die in a war. Congratulations Eli. <laughs> and he can vote to go do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, Bleacher Bum Band's young drummer 29 years old tomorrow. God, I wish I had 29 29 was pretty fun, I, I will admit. Kind of doing the same crap. I'm still in a rock well, band. But I'm in a rock band at 49 with a 29-year-old. 29 is how old I was when Eli was born. All right. See it all. It's the year of 29. I don't know what that means. Um, and also, <laughs> it was, guess. It was the
0: Brian Adams song that they didn't record.
2: The year of 29. <laughs> when I lost all my money in the market. So, and also <laughs> happy, uh, happy birthday to Crawley. Crawley's birthday is coming up. I believe it's, gonna look at the rancher calendar here. It's
0: the 12th, Danny. The 12th? Yes, because that's my anniversary.
2: Oh, cause no, I, I think I have them on Wednesday.
0: Wednesday the 12th. Tw- yeah yeah Wednesday the 12th that's my oh, anniversary oh, I'm okay going, i'm i'm going to be in minneapolis for my anniversary oh i got yeah, you thursday is not the actual anniversary but yeah wednesday the 12th is crawley's birthday and my anniversary
2: oh wow <laughs> special day on the sunset show <laughs>
0: what i but what i'm going to do is i'm actually going to take that picture and i'm going to show it to my wife on our anniversary and i'm going to say could have married him. i not you
2: glad I'm not him. <laughs> so um also on Wednesday, uh IFG Infield Fly Girl will be on the Discord. We'll all be hanging out over there and we'll be talking about all the festivities. I'm sure she'll have tons of stories and fun things to report. And uh also on Thursday, rant around table, cast of thousands. We're gonna launch the second half of the season. And I do want to mention that the Bleacher Bum band's new album is out on all of the streamers. Please uh, go check it out, and if you like it, I would love it if you would buy it. And the the bonus to it is this: there are liner notes, there are lyrics, and that are available in the uh, link that you get sent. There's a high quality uh, JPEG of our of our album cover. And um, you also get a special version of Steve Garvey's Hairy Arms, which is not on the streaming album because it is um, it uses copyrighted material.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, it's uh, like. MLB voiceover stuff, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I used, uh, yeah, I used the uh, or, original, uh, like I used the original Steve Garvey um, call of the game just at the beginning of it. So, but I, I couldn't use that in the put I, what I put on the stream because I didn't want to get in trouble for that, you know, just for something dumb like that. So, anyway, you get that, and so uh, the album—that's a—you get a shirt, Bleacher Bub Band shirt, and an album. And, um, it is, uh, they've been selling like hotcakes. I actually don't have a lot left right now. I've been, uh, sold a bunch at the, uh, CD release party, sold a bunch last night. Uh, and I've been, and they've been kind of flying off the shelves. I have got a couple of stuff to send out. So if you've ordered one, it is coming this week. I promise I'm getting it, get it, going to get it all in the mail this week. But, uh, yeah, it's, you can get it at sunranto.com slash bleacher bum band. And, um, anyway great way to support the Bleacher Bump Band. And we also have a Patreon for that as well. We basically buy rehearsals with it. So thank you very much for those of you that support us at patreon.com slash Bleacher Bump Band. And I got a TFC and then something nice I'd like to say from a friend. I'll start with the TFC. And um, this comes from Discord, from the Ranters here. Boomer Bill. Bill Suggis on there saying about today's game. This one's on Boone. Herman was untouchable, and he let analytics fucking the game choices. And uh, Seth Kennedy, nineteen eighty eight, said Ross got ejected, quit his job as Cubs manager, and got hired by Yankees front office to manage their pitchers. He has since been fired and rejoined the Cubs. <laughs> Uh, I thought that was funny. See, ranchers are funny. Just funny people. Funny, funny people.
0: Uh, Well, I have a TFC. Mine comes from uh, Reddit, from the the Shy Cubs Reddit, all about the Chicago Cubs. And they were discussing the 2016 core. And uh, this guy pops in there, says, I didn't like Addison Russell. Even after the reports came out, I still don't like him. The only player having a decent career still after the World Series win is Rizzo, and you cannot change my mind. <laughs> what I possible. find amazing is that second sentence. He says, he I don't like Addison Russell, even after the reports came out. Like, the reports he's talking about is the reports
2: of... uh. Marital abuse, yeah. like, why would that make you then like, like him, him more? He's yeah. like, what? you know, you know what I like at a shortstop. I, I hated violence. Addison Russell so much that when I
0: found out he was beating his wife, I still didn't like him. <laughs> yeah, like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like that doesn't sway me at all.
1: Sir, <laughs> <laughs> sure, we're we trying.
0: I was read I read it like four times before I picked it up cuz I was like I don't yeah. I don't know if that means what he thinks it means.
2: No, it, it does not mean what it, he thought he was saying. <laughs> so um I want to shout out Cubs anthem singer Wayne Mesmer who um you know for whatever reason yeah, Wayne and I have had many great conversations and we're both musicians and he's just such a personal personable guy. If you ever get a chance to hang out with Wayne Mesmer, even in the halls of Cubs convention, like he makes you feel like, you know, you're the only one that he's talking to and he's not trying to get away from you and get somewhere else, but he'll make you feel like, um, you know, like he cares about you. And he, I think he does care about Cubs fans. He loves Cubs fans. And it it shows through, I think in who he is. Everybody knows it. He's a legend. So I'm lucky enough to have had a lot of conversations with him. So the morning of singing the anthem, I must admit I was a little bit nervous, but I, I know I've been on a lot of stages. I know how to calm my own nerves, but uh, I thought, you know what I would like to do is I'm just going to reach out to Wayne Mesmer and see if he has any last minute advice. And some of you guys might've seen that I tweeted this out, but just want to share it on this show. And I said, Wayne, what advice do you got? And he said, tempo and diction. The objective should always be to lead the crowd. So don't take too many liberties. Don't get too into listening to yourself where you lose focus on vocal technique Deep breaths, talk it through in rhythm before you start, and have fun with your talent. Break a leg. Oh, that's nice. And, you know, there's, I could take each one of these sentences and tell you what it made me feel, but what I want to leave everybody, or what my thoughts on what he says are breathe deep relax yourself have you know let it go you know you can do this be confident you know all these things and and stick to technique you know how to do this so and you know physically it's a physical act to sing this thing you know so you have to physically do it and to do it you need to know how to do it and so he said stick to your guns And uh, and have fun. I can't tell you what this means because he hit every single major point to remind me. And I shared with this with Jeff as well. Jeff, this is what we got to do. This is what Wayne Mesmer says we should do. And he sung the national anthem probably more than just about anybody in the world. Oh, yeah. Because he used to do the Blackhawks, too. And I'm sure he just does it randomly. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Events here and there, parades, whatnot. So, anyway, shout-out to Wayne Mesmer. In the shower
0: every morning. Oh, God. (laughs) The Mesmer household, you always know when Wayne's in the shower.
2: Yeah, and shout-out to Kathleen, too, by the way, because the version that Jeff and I did is based, a lot of the harmonies that we did are based on Wayne and Kathleen's version that Jeff and I have practiced numerous times in the left-field bleacher nursing terrible hangovers. (laughs) So... Anyway, hashtag chance in the chat, and we're going to give away a chance postcard uh, sent to you uh, by me with a message of love and doom. Let me share my screen here. We're going to be over on the Discord for a little bit. I'm tired, uh, you know, after it's quite the weekend. So please forgive me if I bow out after maybe uh, 30 or 45 minutes, something like that. So uh, we're going to draw it up here. Can you see? Yes. Here we go. Bam, bam. Ben and a captain bam, Cubbo in bam, there, I think bam, 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 bam. Corey Furlong out there in Iowa. Good guy. Help me get engaged.
0: The guy that yeah. noticed that Wheelow had a conjoined twin.
2: Congratulations, Corey. I know that that's not your first win. I know I've sent you a few messages of love and doom. Hopefully uh, I have a few more for you. Um, Yeah, so I guess uh, that's the show We'll be on the Discord Do I have anything else to say about that? I don't think we do Um, Um, Oh,
0: Just a spagog
2: Oh yeah, that's right Spagog Spagog
1: Damn Steve Bartman, it
2: was all his fault Never should have reached over the wall to catch the ball Had to
1: wait 13 years until we won it all Damn Steve Bartman, it was all his Damn Steve Bartman, all his fault Never should have reached over the wall to catch the ball Had to wait 13 years until we won it all in his own, his own. Some fans want to blame a little goat For the curse that occurs, long. Bartman's sitting in the first row with a sewer drill and That kid is in his head foam oh, Some bling old $10, some like Dirty Baker I'm still blaming Bartman almost 20 years later Bartman interfered with one of the Cubby's players Hope he's catch now when he goes to meet his maker Never the world, the ball. And until we run it all. Can't keep it him Can't be all his fault. Never should have reached a little the wall catch the ball. Hand until we run it all. can keep running with his His And I had to do was stand a little back. Boy, well, Solo even knew he could have made the catch. That's what Bubba's name is forever in the trash. His name should be on a half gallon of half-gallon, no carton garden. That says, Missing worst cup that keep on If I was awarded, he'd never get a pardon. If i bitch the gas system, I might give him my IR1. Dance department, all his fault. Never should have reached him with a wall to catch a ball. Had to wait 13 until we won it all. Dance it was all. Hey, it's all his home Never should have reached a the wall to catch the ball And to wait to keep our vision till won it all oh, it all